Welcome, everyone. So today we're going to have um, a screening of Shadowgate together where I can look at the questions and we can pause and take a look at what's going on. But uh, Patrick kind of let it know and put it out there to make it known that the next installment is coming extremely soon. And what I want you guys to realize is that four people, four people took part of this. A journalist, a mathematician, well, philosopher, whatever you want to say. He loves time travel just as much I do as I do. Um, someone who can never talk about what they do. Like I had to lie to my family. Um, who has the, the sketchiest freaking everything that has happened to her, everything. And then we have Patrick Berge, who was a front-facing contractor, joined the military when he was 40. Okay. Not a lot of people do that. Um, and then uh, left and did the work that many people like me do, uh, but front facing. And so as you see, no one is challenging anything within the documentary. They're going for the low hanging fruit. This is expected. This is very expected. It's unfortunate just as in all, um, stories of uh, revolutions that the people that make differences are the ones that are most humiliated, battered and torn. We're talking betrayal, uh, betrayal. Uh, this whole week we've been just filing criminal complaints and, but you know, that takes time. And, and, and I know a lot of people are, we're all tired of not seeing people perp walk, right? Uh, because we've been waiting for her to go to jail for such a long time. So, um, uh, but a lot of things had to be done, uh, in, in preemptively for the next one. So, I've said this before. Mud can come on me. You can say whatever you want. In the end, the truth shines because mud washes off with water. So the one thing when watching this and we're going through this is for you to understand what happened after this aired, which is we saw these generals and admirals and big contracting companies that uh, possess over 75% of all contracting work within our government, federal government. Let's not talk about state government. So we saw them all taking their pages down. <laughs> what was that all about? And then we saw them jump ship and they all sided with Biden. Then I told you this military coup is going and people are nitpicking at the little things rather than paying attention to the timeline and what is happening. Even General Milley had to come out and say, it's not me. We're not doing it. No one said he was right. It's not him. So we have all of these things coming out. Uh, the administration and big officials pretty much condoning any camp 
cancel culture, condoning all of this. And then people deleting emails, deleting tweets. And those are the ones you don't see. All of this is happening over a movie that's been banned across the world that was first translated in German. And look what's happening in Germany. So we have a lot stemming and coming from this. We have a lot stemming from this. So this is... um. This is fine. You know, I, I'm right now sitting in a chair. There's fire all around me. I want to respond, but I knew this was going to happen. I knew that I had to be there and be crucified. I have people who are sitting there that pretend to know things. They've committed crimes to assassinate our characters. Crimes. And yet, that's okay. Because from great humiliation comes vindication. So, this is how it goes. So let's start with my favorite song um, as we gear up. Uh, well, no, let me take you to an old video. As um, <laughs> I think it's important that you guys see that we didn't just come out yesterday. Obviously, for me, I had an NDA because I was a private contractor. Um, you know, the right people had vetted me that everyone forgets. Um and uh, I know you do. I know you do. Because right now I'm going to need all of you because they are dragging me through the mud, pointing out things that they don't understand. And, and it's okay. I, I, this, is, this, is, this is what I have to do to make sure that my nation stands as a nation. Then so be it. I want to play an old interview from over a year ago with Miss um, Steele here, Miss Vander Steele. Want you to listen to it, and then I'm going to show you something which was really funny because I was actually on the telephone with Bergy, and I was like, "Wait a minute, I know those offices." <laughs> Take a listen to this video clip. You know, this is the guy that joined at 40, then was a contractor, and he's being called a junkie, a loser that was kicked out of the military. That's what they're calling him. This guy, right? So you can say whatever you want about me. I give vindicated later, later. And it's like I said, the first tweet I put out is I serve crow. I can handle it. I can definitely handle it. But I'm just saying on this, why would you do that? Why are you humiliating? See, for me and Millie, we're easy pickings. We have kids and we're moms and we're freaking out and we're traumatized ourselves. So, um, but they're even going after him. I want you to listen to this interview. Before we start, so you understand a little bit more. Um, I want to I want to talk a little bit about the Smith Munt Act because it was modernized by Obama a few months later after all this had begun to remove the protections preventing organizations like yourself from psyoping a mod- you know American citizens. Um, Obama, Jones, and McCain got like you said the keys to the kingdom, and that is uh, you know documented in an article that you sent me, but. You know, how do you think he was able to get away with that? And how does that, once that happened, let's walk forward to today and what we're seeing, because you're seeing all the stuff that the fake news, you're seeing Mueller indicting Russians for psyoping to help President Trump win. You know, this is all coming back around. Again, I see it as a case of the left is pointing the finger at us. But meanwhile, these other three fingers are pointing right back at them. They're projecting on the conservative movement, on the president, what they've been doing all along and what they initiated, really, with the help of people like yourself. Okay. So let's take the Russian dossier, for example, right? 
Right. That's what everybody's concerned about, everybody knows about. Okay, you you know somebody, we, we think we understand some of the low-level players that were involved, Stroke, Page, people like that. Um, who has the power to control and organize these people? General Jones was personal friends with the FSB, uh, uh, the, with the National Security Advisor, the Russian National Security Advisor, head of, head of FSB in 2010. He's on video saying that. I can only in 2000. So Patrick is talking to you guys here and explaining the hierarchy amongst these generals. As you can see, this has been ongoing. And this continuity of government is something that I've been discussing. And I have been exposing every single stupid asset, every single IP address, every single server um, documented in my name for at least three years. So I have all of this here. To, to add to that, which is what he's telling you. Here he's comparing the relationship of social media influence operations and Mueller social media um, influence indictments. So what you need, you need to remember back when they started talking about the Mueller investigation, how many conservatives were like, well, he's got nothing to hide. We're just going to eat this up. It's going to be fine. They were promoting it. I'm telling you, you are starting to see people flip on your president and you are al allowing them to do it. And they're using us. Nobody's right. We're supposed to be nobody's right. How are they using us to fracture the base? Tell me that. How are they using us? Maybe it's not so much. So nobody. 2014, he's on video saying that um, I can only imagine. And, and that person's still in office right now. Right. Um, how would you get someone at the top levels to do these things? Well, you would have the national security, you know, the national security advisor certainly fits that. And the fact that his company, his privately owned company, family owned company, very small, very contained. The fact that they have the ability, the resources. So you've got means, motive and opportunity. Well, they have the means because literally I built it for them and made it commercially available. Um, as you can see in the flyers that I sent you, what and and I actually updated that link, uh, the the article that I wrote with the McCain uh, showing about mm -hmm. the where I put the the where I put the snapshots of the Shadownet flyers. I put screenshots right above those of the um, uh, side groups and Wikistrat uh, proposal that they had given to the Trump organization through. Davis through Manafort, all lifelong, all 10, 20 year relationships with McCain, right? And um, Podesta. And Podesta, right? So these people, whom I believe were completely setting Trump up, uh, created this proposal. If you look at that proposal and you look at mine, uh, you, you, they're identical. Right. I, immediately, when I looked at that in the New York Times, I said, that's my baby, right? I mean, I just recognized it immediately. Um, I think putting that there uh, next to each other so you guys can go take a look at it, you're going to look at that and go, oh, yeah, these are exactly the same. Now, you've got two people. Um, you've got one person that owns one company that has a product that is exactly the same as another product from another company that he's on the board of directors of. Wouldn't that be like, the president of Pepsi being on the board of directors of Coke? Absolutely. No sense. Yeah. Conflict. Big conflict of interest there. Now, this is my opinion. I, I believe 
from everything that I see that the database application I built uh, called ISI is actually SciGroup. Get it? ISI, SciGroup, I came up with ISI. Um, I believe that the shadow net is Wikistrat. And they do these. They have a history of doing this. Uh, we developed uh, we developed an application called ClearForce, which was uh, the next generation of. And I spoke about that on your last show. How right. ClearForce uh, combines the ShadowNet and iSci social media collection, um, and it combines that with your with 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 your your travel history, your finances, your criminal history, real time and predictably determines whether or not you're likely to steal or leak and you could lose a job for it because a computer determines you're likely to leak so they turned clearforce the application into clearforce the company right mm -hmm. so i sigh as and this is just i'm not this is just it needs to be investigated i think i'm looking at i sigh as being side group in that same way and the same people are also connected to that application, to that, if to SciGroup, right? Right. And the same thing with Wikistrat as well. You talk about there needing to be an investigation. Um, mm -hmm. You told me when we spoke that you filed a complaint with the IG's office a couple of weeks ago. Have you heard anything since we last spoke? I spoke actually uh, a couple of days ago. I called the IG because I've, I've moved since then too. And I'm like, if they said something, I may not get it. So the guy told me, okay, go back to the site and resubmit. So I resubmitted it. And I went back to the original thing where I posted what I had done online. And I updated it with a screenshot of my new fresh complaint saying, this is, you know, uh, basically a recap of something I submitted a month ago. I want to know what's happening. Um, in the past, uh, an IG complaint would be responded to in a matter of a couple of days. This is over a month. It's coming up on a month right now. And I haven't heard anything back from the IG. I haven't heard anything back from Devin Nunes. I haven't heard anything back from Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff is going crazy, um, calling in people to testify. Yeah. I'm begging him to. There, there's, that sounds like a big distraction, frankly. They know the Mueller report is a big fat goose egg. Heck, Amazon.com already has it listed to be shipped on March 26th. It's already mm -hmm. done. It's written. That's why the mainstream media is not talking about it. Uh, you know, this is just what the story you're telling. And then, of course, some of the things that happened to you. I mean, I just want to make the audience aware because this is what you shared with me earlier. Um, you had lost your job when you were working in Korea because you refused to give administrative access to a classified network to somebody very high up in the government food chain, someone of a GS-14 level, which is pretty darn high. Um, you filed a complaint the next day. Um, and the $12 million contract was modified that you were working on after, and then the requirement for your job was removed. Um, as soon as you were gone, they then modified the contract and rewrote your job back in. And so you were even denied whistleblower status, which really flies in the face of what a whistleblower is supposed to be able to do. You were denied that status to make that complaint, and you weren't even covered under any sort of whistleblower protection. What happened in that circumstance? Well, and keep in mind, this was done to me by the people that I'm talking about. This was done right. to me by the people that are in charge, right? Uh, by the at the highest levels, this was done by General Jones, Jim Jones. His office is right next to Jim's. He he knew about this. He had to have, or he's not a very good boss, right? Right. Um, yeah, I had uh, uh, I had been dealing with several issues with him um, involving trying to force me to do things that were 
outside of the regulations or laws. And they wanted me to give this this guy administrative access. I refused to do it. And um, uh, uh, yeah, they modified the contract, removed my position and replaced me. And those are the- so that's what happened to him. So that's just a clip. I wanted to show you something that I saw with um, uh, Patrick. And I was like, wait a minute. I know this. Give me a second. Let me get that up for you. It was so interesting because he actually recorded these offices, <laughs> these makeshift offices, the keys to the kingdom, it's called. Um, here he is with the IIA team in Iraq. Um, so you can watch. Um, so as you understand, this has been going on for a while, this war uh, with people that actually do care about the nation, that care about what is happening. And, um, you know, for me, don't even look at me, you know, call me a piece of shit. I really don't care because uh, in the end I get vindicated. So I'm OK. They can say what they want. Because, you know, you have the experts. You can't say you were a spy. Well, well, I was a private contractor. Take that to the bank. You don't want to. That's okay. It'll be shoved down your throat later. Um, Because I will be taking down Brennan. Actual intelligence accounts have told the world that. Uh, So, um, uh, you know. This is all IIA. We're watching it. And uh, no matter how weak we feel, because we have emotions, uh, you know, uh, we've grounded ourselves to take it as a tactical situation. And, uh, oh, boy, what's coming. Very nice. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, you can't say you don't have the keys to the case. <laughs> <laughs> the bling bling. That's awesome. <laughs> you get it, Jamil? That's perfect. <laughs> you see up in the upper corner there? Everybody's going to be it. That took a long time. <laughs> These are guys that are not soldiers. These are guys that are simply guys that are great at hijacking reality. That was their job in Iraq. That is what they were doing there. Average people that you would never guess don't look like they're kicking ass, but they totally are because, you know, they believe that if we use these, uh, these, uh, tools and weapons against our enemies, we can, you know, use it to hijack these nations, these countries without war, less blood spill per se. Um, but the Smith Mundak allowed the government to now use those tools of war against you and this is what you have been witnessing from the minute that president came down the escalator and every day since then you have been the casualties of that war and right now you know when we released shadowgate part one we knew that we'd be attacked now obviously we didn't think that they would go to children and make up stories and even put me in a corner to the point where i would commit a crime and you know reveal national security i'll just have to deal with it you can humiliate me because later (laughs) it's going to be my turn at some point so that's okay for now for now okay that's okay for now But these literally is the keys to the kingdom. Listen to these guys. These are average dudes. (laughs) Where is it? Is that in a hooch? No. No, that was actually. No, actually, I didn't use that one because it it was. There's a mirror behind. Turned out bad. So uh, no, that's in his office here. So I used that. uh, Jamil had uh, one on his uh, 
thunder on his uh, oh, okay. pictures. <laughs> it's the keys to the kingdom. <laughs> yep, it's easy for us to laugh when we know how much power comes with it. Um, and that's what people don't seem to realize. Um, yeah, uh, it's on uh, Patrick Berge's uh, YouTube, The American Awakening. You can see it there. Um, yeah, exactly. When, he, when it was modernized in 2012, those weapons that are the keys to the kingdom that hijack everyone um, are right there. So now, before we start, I think we need a nice intermission to get pumped. And I want you to watch this video. Um, it's a pretty interesting song, um, pretty interesting way of putting things uh, before we, uh, you know, re-debut Shadowgate together and um, I'll walk you through it. It's And that way I can see your questions. I'll have to be popping onto the DLive channel uh, to see the questions there too. So... All right. I hope you guys were watching that video because the video itself was important. So uh, let's begin uh, the film now. I've got it up. Let me get it out. And we'll start. Let's get this going. And I'll pause for questions, of course. Here we go. What if I were to tell you that a small group of government contractors were hired by government officials to frame the Trump campaign, set him up for the Russia collusion investigation, provided witnesses for the impeachment hearings, and provided administrative support services to the Department of Justice during the Mueller investigation? And what if it just so happened? that this same group of contractors are behind the fake news in mainstream media, influence operations on social media, and the civil unrest nationwide pushing the defund the police movement. The Obamagate scandal only scratches the surface. You mentioned shock value that is shocking what the Russians did. I agree. We need to stop it. I know that now based on the Horowitz report. I'm not saying that you lied to the court. I'm saying you signed something that was a lie and you didn't know it. So let's stop right there. So, so far, Millie has, as a reporter, simply made her introduction, showed you what we're going to be talking about, and then showed you how Lindsey Graham threw cover to Yates by saying, oh, I'm not saying you did. I'm just saying you signed it and you didn't know it was a lie. Uh, this is uh, what you need to pay attention to. People, I cannot stream this on a Twitter platform or Facebook or YouTube because it's banned. Uh, this is why Twitch, since it's a, a pay for platform, they can't do it. You know, it's for prime members, so they can't do it. Okay. They can't, I don't know about D live, but, um, it's been scrubbed globally. So this is, um, this is what I can do. So I apologize. So I just wanted you guys to understand what the point of this was. You heard him and listened to him again, how he threw cover for her. Defund the police movement. 
The Obamagate scandal only scratches the surface. You mentioned shock value that is shocking what the Russians did. I agree. We need to stop it. I know that now based on the Horowitz report. I'm not saying that you lied to the court. I'm saying you signed something that was a lie and you didn't know it. Talk about a cover story. What really happened is much more alarming. Both parties are equally guilty of covering up what should turn out to be an even bigger scandal, Shadowgate. The tactical and operational role the shadow government played behind the scenes, carrying out the coup against President Trump. We're going to be looking behind the puppets at who the real puppet master string pullers are. The material presented in this documentary should concern people of all political affiliations. This is about real players, people whose names never come up but should. Career politicians are definitely part of the Beltway Swamp, even aspects of the deep state, but they are not the shadow government. The shadow government consists of government contractors, defense, intelligence, security, and so on. Our government mostly consists of front-facing desk jockeys that are compartmentalized in cubicles. They're to cover up for the fact that most of the real work is outsourced to contractors, a.k.a. the military-industrial complex. That way, what the public sees through FOIA requests, investigations, congressional hearings, or otherwise, is as clean as a whistle. All the dirty work is kept private with contractors in clandestine networks. So, okay, so I just want to make it clear for those that don't understand. Um, what you need to see and I've been explaining over the years is that um, these contracting companies so let's start with an example so you understand what she just delivered to you so let's take an agency like the CIA there's people there they're analysts they're crunching data they're like oh dude totally we found this and they're doing that whatever they're doing is bullshit okay they get a salary from the federal government they're not out there doing the real job. They're not out there, you know, working at the banks overseas. They're not out there pulling that information. They're not out there bugging walls and phones. They're not. They're just front facing. And then they crunch data. Then you have those that are a little bit classified, but those are your higher echelon type people, uh, you know, that are, uh, you know, do, taking that data from them and then taking the data from the private contractors. What is the deal with private contractors? And this, this isn't a left or right issue. Okay. The shadow government is a bunch of people that don't exist. Okay. You never see them. You don't know about them. They save the fucking world almost every day and you have no idea. They're the ones that are there out there putting their lives out there traveling to where they need to be infiltrating schools banks prisons embassies the whole nine yard to get the information we need so even if you subpoena the cia the nsa the nro the executive office they're not there kind of like what patrick even said 
He was a contractor for Dynology. Dynology wasn't the primary contractor, what may have been the primary contractor, but he was a subcontractor. All those guys you saw, saw in Iraq do not get whistleblower protection. They do not because they're so many times removed to not have liability. So, for example, if I'm sent on a mission to, uh, you know, Belarus and I get caught, uh, under the guise of, am I a journalist? Am I a priest? Am I a nun? Am I a student? Am I a doctor? Whatever the cover may be. If I get caught, I'm on my fucking own. And as long as my story is solid, I'm a journalist, there'll be a little bit outcries because it's always the journalist and the students and the random clergy that get arrested, uh, you know, and everyone's like, oh, they were always. Yeah, because they have a cover story. That's the point. Those are the people that is the shadow government, the, the, the actual drudges that do the work for those that collect the money on the work. And those are the contractors. So you need to understand what we are exposing in this movie. I think Millie Weaver is an exceptional journalist. She has done so much to just bring so much light on all of these, exposing the networks of the Sunrise Movement by infiltrating them. You know, there's been exposure on everything. She told you that it was a wiretap. The president told you it was a wiretap, but I was the first one that said it. It's a damn wiretap because I was part of the shadow government. So for any idiot out there saying you wouldn't be able to say it, <laughs> yes, I can. Yes, I can. I'm a private contractor and yes, I can. And I've been writing to them. I've been asking them to call me in there to talk. They don't want to because they have to admit that we exist. But those that matter know for now, then the world will. These contractors have used their connections, power, and influence to create an unprecedented international criminal enterprise where blackmail is traded and people's personal data is gold. Two whistleblowers, Tori and Patrick Berge, who both worked extensively within the shadow government as contractors, have come forward with revelations that may be part of the biggest whistleblowing event to date. I am one of thousands faceless, patriotic Americans that worked within the shadows and had been doing that for a very long time. People that worked for John Brennan approached me while I was in my specialist training while I was in the Navy. When I was recruited, it was for electronic warfare. Then I ended up in information warfare. And ironically, the base that I first went to for electronic warfare is now information warfare. My job for a company called Dynology, which was owned by Obama's National Security Advisor, General James Jones, and I answered directly to his son. I worked for them for about eight years, from like 2007 to 2010. My focus was primarily in the development on a couple different contracts for the Department of Defense for the development of the capabilities for interactive internet activities, being something that helps support CNO, uh, which is computer network operations, hacking and different things like that, and information operations, which would be your actual influence operations, right? It's a supporting application that really, it's kind of like a Microsoft project, right? 
which allows you to manage uh, large projects, like enterprise level projects. But instead of like managing the the building of a the, the construction of a fourteen story building, it's managing the most you know <laughs> malevolent operations that you could imagine. I was a contractor for various intelligence agencies that were privately created. So they were private contracting agencies because um, unlike what most people think, our intelligence doesn't stay within our borders or within federal buildings. The Shatternet was the... So here you have me explaining to you, I got in the Navy and, you know, I, I remember I had gotten my orders two days before people that actually reported, um, well, they were on the team with Brennan. This is how it happened, came and met me and they're like, you know, you're going to get out. You're going to serve your country. How am I going to get out? Don't worry about it. We'll fix it. Um, and then the next day, another group of people came and said, so you're going to be leaving. And I'm like, I am. Well, randomly, my last four were called to take a piss test again. And I was like, okay, that was weird. But I think it was more to take me out of the muster and where I was supposed to go. Um, because I was like, wasn't I here like last week, like from the whole base, my numbers really. Um, so the next day, another group of people came and said, okay, so, uh, you know, whatever you're going to be doing, we're going to be right there. Um, and, you know, good luck. You know, we have faith. And I'm like, all right, this is so weird because those other people were there. And then next thing you know, I was um, put in a hotel off base um, where I shared a room uh, with someone. Um, I was at the hotel. There was someone waiting to go into OCS there. Um, and we shared a room there and I waited, then I went into a room and they all told me, all right, you know, they just brought me in at the end with a lot of people in the room talking. And, you know, then my commander was like the commanding officer who I had never met before was like, you know, cause I was, I was still wet behind the ears. I think I got there in like February. Um, he was like, all right, good luck. And I'm like, all right. And I'm like, okay, what do I do now? And they're like, just get in the car. And they flew me out to Fort Huachuca. That was it. So, um, and that was with, um, you know, the private um, contractors after that, where I was grouped up and trained. So that that was my um, that was my story that I was telling you guys, because, you know, a lot of people think that the, the brick and mortar institutions that we have in Virginia and D.C. and scattered around are actual intelligence. They're not. And here's where Patrick's telling you this, too, because it says so <laughs> on their own freaking websites commercial version of a, an, an IIA weapon, IIA being Interactive Internet Activities. That's the military nomenclature for what basically you've heard just being described for the last three or four years with all the fake news and um, the, uh, the, the fake news journalists and fake stories, fake dossier, all these things are attributes and characteristics of of uh, IIA, which is social media psychological warfare. We began that really in um, 2007, uh, when right after the policy guidelines first came out. We were on one of the first contracts with the DOD that I'm aware of, trying to help the Force Psychological Operations Group understand how to go from dropping flyers from planes 
uh, to a more micro-targeted social media psychological warfare application where you could select an individual uh, target or uh, a group target or an entire country if you wanted to. What I did was something called um, localization or L10N. So a localization strategy is you find a group of people that could be a whole country, a city, uh, a certain religious group, uh, you know, six block radius like Chaz. (laughs) And you kind of try to get in their mind. You have to understand how they eat, how they walk, how they talk, what they like, what pushes their buttons, what drives them nuts, what upsets them, what makes them happy. And then you use that to your advantage to push whatever ideology or product or direction you want them to go. Marrying together cultural appropriation, language, nuances of the demographic that you are targeting or the nation you are targeting. It pries into your demographic, your world. So if I want to blackmail you and put you under my thumb, not only will I know everything, but I will know your deepest, darkest fears. I will know people I can get in contact to find out more about you. Maybe you had like an old hockey injury. So if I wanted to attack you, I'd know where to hit you. You understand enough about So, I mean, uh, now with Shadowgate, for those of you that have seen it, what played out afterwards, have you seen how they tapped into Millie's deepest, darkest fears with her children or me with my trauma? Uh, you know, the, the AG complaint is such, such bullshit. I'm not even going to address that. But that's what they do. They take that and they want to smear and twist it until you bend the knee and they will crush you. Uh, you know, they know that Patrick has an injury. They, they call him a junkie. You know, they make fun of him with his broken life. <laughs> All good and dandy, but how does that discredit the information that we are providing in this? It doesn't. So w- the, the attacks that you see on us is actually an IIA. This is the shadow net deployed. This is how they target, uh, you know, uh, cities and, and states and, and, and groups so that they can bring, uh, unrest, uh, war burning of cities. They know exactly what to burn, what to break, and where they can aggregate people easier uh, with, um, with um, I would say, with uh, without a lot of trace. For example, we saw in D.C., you heard Rand Paul even say, you know, where are they getting this money? Uh, you know, flying these people in, paying for the hotels. Well, we have that. So that's the thing. And these operations, so you know, these are weapons. This is the shadow net deployed. And so you're, what you're seeing is the operators of shadow net, which was expected. The attacks will only increase. It's going to get worse, but the game, they can't stop what's got, it's finished. They can't because now the floodgates are open. Now you can recognize who are the assets and what they are providing and what they are doing. You can see them in motion. You don't need to do anything else. I mean, hey, many of my listeners have gotten unsolicited emails. How did they get your emails? Sounds like a crime. Yes, because it is a crime. And see, this is, this is the thing. They are so desperate that they believe that the public opinion they believe that the, ta- the, 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 the public opinion is what counts. 
People are done with the public opinion. That is something that our president wore as the biggest badge ever. They targeted him like crazy. Nobody gives a shit what any clown has to say, especially when they're tied to terrorist groups, domestic and foreign. Right. And this is how you see it happening. You can now understand their operations, seeing it from the aftermath of Shadowgate. No one has come out to say, no, 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 this is false because they can't because it's real. And so, like I said, you know, we're all just we're also human and there's a portion of that emotion, just like I explained where they find it and they push. And so many other people that are not on this video that are, that have, that are retired, that are in really big seats are like, come on, man, you know, you know that, uh, that this is, they're just, they're just fucking with you and you know, it's all going to be fine. So what do you care? How can I not care? I still have that human portion because I understand that not everyone understands. And hopefully, uh, you know, this is it. Uh, yeah, you can't disprove truth. But when truth can't be said straight out because you can't, what can you do? You have to wait. It's kind of like the president. He knows they're all going to jail. They're all going to jail. I told you about SCOTUS gate. Whoop. He's talking about it. I've, I, I've not been off point. So uh, actions are way louder than flack. Well, I'm okay. I've gotten mud in my face. Uh, you know, it's not my first rodeo. And in the end, you know, in the end, it all comes out. I, I know how they strangulate. Okay. So as you understand, this is how the operations are. Now he's getting into the more technical area of using these operations. Someone and you can hack their shadow, right? Uh, you can use you can you can use their fears you can use their anxieties sound anything like pandemics that you recognize here oh yeah definitely okay. so you can use those things to help uh reflexively control or influence a target an individual or whoever it is right or a group of people or an entire election an entire country what patrick Berge created was a program that was based off of the strategies that we used in person. Uh, it was a psychological operation, but that crunches data with the use of psychological operations. So you can predict how your target will respond. You know, I spent like seven years overseas, right? Several years, a couple of those years were specifically related to IIA. So I understood certain things when we hijacked the afghan elections how did we do that we had to understand how the afghanis think we had to go to the areas that were anti-taliban because the taliban political group was now more militant than it was political we used that to our advantage and formulated a plan where we would sway their thoughts to believe that xyz candidate is the way to go because then you won't get robbed and we'll tame the taliban so it but we had to do it in their way. So he created the algorithm that does that for you. When we were largely doing this, it was done by. So just so you understand everything you fear, everything you see, everything you tick, everything you do is crunch now. And they already have it. You know, some people have said, Hey, what's safe? Nothing safe. They can see every single thing you do. I mean, and they're shameless and they're not terrified. Because they believe that they're in charge. Because I don't think people understand. You know, we say generals and we're so desensitized. 
You don't understand what kind of power these people yield. They were surrounding our president. They were so pissed that they couldn't attach him to their puppet strings to make him a marionette, that they wanted to destroy him. This man has had more attempts on him than any other president ever. This man is still standing. They have done everything, everything. And like Schumer said, they have six ways to Sunday. Yeah, but see, those are the guys you're able to see. See, because all of Schumer's crap, I was able to see. I I had access to all of Schumer's crap, all of Pelosi's crap, all of everybody's crap because they were putting all that information overseas. Now, a lot of people come out claiming, you know, Snowden was a good guy. Was I right again? Because the mess that we are in is because of him. This there is no privacy. There's no privacy. But there are steps to guard. People think if they use the Tor browser, they're covered. Tor, Tory, Taurus. No, you're not. Those are tools that were created by Adam, Adam. And even though he's gone, we have all those tools to replicate. So when you think, oh, the dark net, I'm safe. They're trading child pornography. We found all the fucking servers around the world where they would hide all that shit, where they would hide the drug trade, where the cartels are. We have everything. And that's the thing that people don't seem to get it. There is no privacy, uh, you know, right now uh, with the technology that we have, Space Force can be looking right on top at the top of your head, sitting wherever you are watching this right now. They can see you with their eyes. So, you know, there is no privacy. And, you know, Patrick put out a great tweet. He's like, thank you for helping us because we were on the fence on a few. We were low hanging fruit. Think about it. How is it? That nobody touches this and then they expend their ammunition on a journalist, a producer, uh, a shady freaking shadow operative like me and Patrick. So, you know, four people now have forced with a movie that's apparently debunked, but it's banned like nobody's business, forced these massive multi-billion dollar companies to take their pages down massive multi-billion dollar companies to lose contract and then all of them jumping shift is shift endorsing dementia biden who apparently can't even think now they're advocating to not even debate you can't debate the president you can't be president so these are all the things you should be thinking about for nobodies right we're nobodies for nobodies just pulled the pants down of everybody globally. Belarus, did you see what they did? Yeah, they saw Shadowgate too. They kicked out every single fucking reporter because that's where it starts. So that is what you need to see now. You're seeing us how this is going. No one's asking any specific question on this. So I guess I'm doing a good job explaining it. Okay. <laughs> Let's continue. Analysts. Now this is more done automated through artificial intelligence, which is just a common iteration of the program or application development process. The database component ends up allowing you to build behavioral profiles on individual targets, right? And through those behavioral profiles, you can develop or, or implement reflexive control which allows you to understand with enough information about someone, you can predictably determine how they're going to react. 
I was really good at what I did. Really good. And I can still do it too. I'm not doing it now though. <laughs> well, don't be doing that, Tori. I wouldn't know if I was too. But um, I helped them. And that's true. No one would know if I was because how would you know? How would you know that I'm not reality hacking you? You don't. I mean, a magician would never show you their tricks, right? <laughs> but this is all about control. All about control. And so... Uh, this is how they operate and use you. They, I, I, I need, I can't, I can't stress. You have no idea how powerful these people are. You know, obviously they can't kill us because that would martyr us. Right. But they do, you know, let me bring you an example. So, uh, do you guys remember Isaac Cappy? Do you guys know who that is? So he was extremely distraught and, um, uh, he was, you know, talking about um, pedophilia and all these things. Well, this same group that has targeted Millie, Gavin, uh, Bergie, and myself targeted him. And for almost uh, two years, they gang stalked him. It's a crime. They harassed him. They put him in a box so much that they drove him insane. It drove him insane. And I'll tell you that when I am vindicated, I will make sure they pay for that because no human being should ever be brought to that brink of instability of thought and pain to feel so, you know, hopeless that they would want to take their life. I know he didn't take his life that day. But everything that was going around him, he would constantly be at that tipping point. So, you know, when uh, my vindication comes, I'm going to tell you I'm going to fight like hell to make sure that they own what they did to Isaac Cappy. These are very evil people that get paid by very, very powerful sources and foreign Foreign, foreign, I'm pointing this out, foreign. So, you know, we, it, it's great that they came at us because it shows just how important Shadowgate is. But obviously they sent us their bottom feeders, but they did send us people that I'm telling you should have never picked that fight because they thought it was long, low hanging fruit because of trauma that two of the well all of us have gone through trauma i mean imagine patrick left home and comes back his family shamble what did he do serve the country and he stood up to saying i'm not giving some clown access to this network that's against no so think this is how you understand underestimation and for me it's the best underestimation whatsoever because, you know, they think they know. <laughs> but it's like, okay, well, if you know, then call me out on something I've said that's wrong. Pick an item. Any item. Oh, you were wrong about what? Okay, Andrew Yang. Okay. Like I said, <laughs> I'm going to eat that up, but I'm not totally sold yet. But there's nothing there that someone can say, well, uh-uh. So... 
I'm just saying these are horrible human beings um, that have, you know, we are in an age where people are desensitized. So products like the shadow net are easier deployed and easier, you know, gobbled up by individual souls that are either compromised because they have blackmail on them or that are just not cultivated enough to be able to withstand such evil. I mean, who dives into that? Who actually does things like that? Like, who sits there and says, oh, your kid was a victim of a crime. Shit. Like, shit, what kind of piece of shit do you have to be to do that? Like, why would you do that? You want that kid in like 60 years for someone to say, oh, look, there's this about you. Why are you torturing someone that's innocent? Haven't they been through enough? That's the point. They're evil. This is good versus evil. This isn't about left and right. You're going to see just how many, you know, of these, uh, you know, people are going to come out of the woodwork. People that you trust. People that you think are on your side. People that are telling you this is how evil it is. This is exactly how evil it is. So evil. So evil. But that's because the weapon they use doesn't care about good and evil. Cares about objective train algorithms with the strategies that I had created all these years. They had uh, asked us to bring the application to a classified network. But Jim sent him a bogus, just a, a made up ridiculous bid to actually do that because if it went on a classified network, we couldn't turn around and sell it commercially. We went on after that to uh, another contract uh, in Tampa took everything with us for psychological operations group had no idea that we were going to be taking their years worth of work that they paid us to do the taxpayers paid us to do. And we kept the intellectual property rights to it and, um, uh, remarketed it, branded it commercially as a shadow. So I come back here and I see these guys back here in America have just been having a field day utilizing the technology that we've been developing to alter the outcomes of our elections in America. This technology was so successful, they couldn't resist the temptation to not use it commercially and have the power to affect outcomes of elections at home. The commercial and black market value of such a technology is incalculable. This is the mobile mega shatter net mobile. Okay, so he didn't let me drive his Harley, but he's going to let me drive it tomorrow, right? My laptop sits in here, and then I got uh, two 4K capture cards. I can do BTC, and this charges all the camera equipment. So while I'm riding, I'm told I'm getting as much as 40 amps. These are the same cases that we used to build out our uh, uh, skips, our SC2IPs, which is a small command and control over IP. And when I was working with JCSE, we would uh, take these cases and build out networks. This is a small command and control over IP. It's just only running on one unclassified network, SIM-enabled Wi-Fi router. And if I get decent cell connection, then I can run the multiple cameras and... Uh, I can put multiple images in one screen, and I can run all that from my cell phone that I have mounted here. The group of whistleblowers. From so I want you to understand that, um, you know, uh, 
it's it's going to be interesting. I think this time we're actually going to show you guys our, our makeshift skiff um, as we're putting together part two. So um, maybe we'll get some. I, I think that's, you know, wait, I'm going to make a note of that. Take video of skiff. So we're going to create a more uh, closed network. So that way we put it together because that way nobody can pry into the communications. Nobody can see the work we're doing. Hence why the minute Millie Weaver, well, Gavin, uh, you know, clicked upload and it went from the secure network um, to pop while he was trying to upload to InfoWars, I think, on the non-secure network, boom, they got arrested. Uh and um, so I want you guys to understand that right now, this IIA that you're seeing in front of your eyes, the one against the president where you're seeing all these people, 350 former Republicans, Tea Party people, the generals, the admirals that are flipping on the president. This is uh, this is an IIA. This to tell you, look at us. We're important. Even though we're making billions off of you and using your money to burn your cities, we know best. So follow us, right? So that's that. Then you have the, the micro IIA where you're seeing the slander, the libel. And now even though Millie was actually a political prisoner, you're going to see that. It's coming. Uh, you're going to see that. Uh, you just have to wait. You know, things don't happen the next day. What are they advocating? They want to take back her war chest because now they know that she can sue them. So they're worried. They're terrified. Terrified. Fight back America, though, is there, you know, that's the thing. They want her war chest back because she can come at them. Look, look at the operation. Can you see it? Because you know how the president's like drain the swamp. But in order to do that, you got to show the world the plug. You got to see it for yourself. You got to see how it moves, how it operates, how it works. I mean, if you can't see it, you know, it's not going to, but tell, telling you this within about 15 days, you're going to see boom, and then you're going to see vindication. This election will be historical with pants being pulled in every freaking corner you can imagine because they are full-blown going out. I, I want you to know this. And it's not public hangings. You don't need to hang someone. You can hang them out to dry and say, all right, dude, let's pretend Bergie's a, a, a druggie, whatever you want to say, and he's not, right? You want to call him a bum? You want to call Tori a liar? Yeah. You want to call you, you want to say, oh, your husband did this and you were a victim. So you're a bitch because of that. Great. Tell him, how does that discredit what she's saying, dude? Focus on that. Why is it lies? That's what you should be asking for. Forget everything. Let's pretend everyone. Millie's terrible. Gavin's terrible. Bergie's terrible. I'm terrible. How do you refute any of this information? Because what we did was we made sure it was all publicly available so you can go on their own websites and read it and do your own homework and see it. The NSA and other classified data collection agencies referred to as the global surveillance whistleblowers were used as a vector to legalize what was then illegal dragnet spying on everyone 24-7. The NSA and its former head, General Hayden, declined to comment for this story. The FISA Amendment Act of 2008 had Section 702 that permitted the government to spy on citizens with a warrant from the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court. 
The NSA data system collects everything through what's called the upstream, where everything is stored for 72 hours, then dumped. However, if one could twin this stream of data, they could privatize it. Imagine what you could do with that. Tori alleges that she worked for John Brennan at the Analysis Corporation and Global Strategies Group. What is the Analysis Corporation? It is a company that does a lot of things, varied from administrative work to analyses to data collection, biometric collection. I mean, whatever contract they've been awarded by the government, they do. It could be something as simple as janitor duties. Uh, in case you missed the secretary's words upstairs, she reached out to Senator Obama. Uh, to I want you to pay attention that they're talking about one individual. So they didn't really lie that she was sorry that this had happened, uh, that there were these unauthorized accesses to his passport file. One incident this past summer where there was a trainee um, in the passport office who had an unauthorized access of Senator Clinton's passport file. Now, uh, in the case of Senator McCain, we detected uh, earlier this year one of the same people uh, who accessed Senator Obama's passport file, also accessed Senator McCain's passport file. I did. So they're talking about the same individual. Uh, this is the same individual who was disciplined, but at this point in time still remains working with the contractor. She claims to be the actual person who moved the electronic files at Stanley Inc. and CGI in 2008, which publicly was falsely alleged to be a hack. What can you tell us about the CGI Stanley passport incident? See, Brennan has a certain MO, okay? When he wants to get something, he pretends there's a hack. So I was asked when I was stateside, hey, would you go by that office and pull all this data from the State Department? And I said, of course I will. I put it on two rugged drives. You know, they were like the orange tips, really big, you know, <laughs> drives. And I put it on there. And then later, it's like, oh, they were hacked. And I'm thinking, um, I didn't hack anything. I was told to do it. So I just kind of watched what was happening. One person actually, what, committed suicide or something. And the other two were found. I'm like, but there was no hack. And that that's a going theme. You know that, right? Remember, they blamed three people, but as you saw from the video, it was the same individual, same individual, trainee, same individual. I did it. I've said it. It was, uh, it was a lot of uh, celebrity information um, and all the different passports they had um, and actual all their data that the State Department housed in their multiple personas uh, on the system. I took them all. Obama's, Clinton's, Bill Clinton's, Chelsea Clinton's, uh, um, uh, McCain's, Graham's, um, shoot, I'm trying, Oprah was one of them. I can go down the list. I did that. I was told to do that. I was told to remove it because that's how they operate. Wow. If it wasn't a hack, I'm presuming that means you took the information off of their servers and computers. Correct. So that information was then missing. Correct. What would be the point of that? What were they trying to hide? Well, if I removed it, that means someone else was there to replace it. 
right? So I remove the factual, actual information and then someone goes behind. That's like super switch. I didn't see that until retrospect, right? In retrospect, right? Because for me, going to copy a server off of a consulate, you know, computer, state department, wherever, would be normal. If we had a contract with them, they would tell me what terminal, I'd scan the barcode, make sure that I was at the right computer, and do my job. So I remove data, that means someone else replaced it. So what is the relationship between Global Strategies Group, Analysis Corporation? Okay, so there's a good question. Let me stop it right there. The question is, how have you stayed alive? Most seem to not to stay around for long. So one thing that I learned, um, so everybody has to have a moral compass. You have to have that inner inside you to know when something's not right. And I can tell you, um, between 2005, six, seven, eight, and nine, I had the worst assignments on the planet. Uh, and I'm telling you some real shitholes and some cover that would burn me so quick. I knew it was a setup, but I made it because I'm smart. <laughs> but what I realized was in order to, um, to do at that point, they have you in that spot. Most private contractors that refuse to work, they do things like you saw they did to Berge. He was a contractor. He refused to give some, you know, random dude access to highly classified information. So what they did was they made his position not available, fired him and then made it available. And then they destroy you. They destroy you as a person. They will make sure you can't work. They will make sure you can't do anything. They will do everything in your power. You know, whatever power they have, they will exercise to get you. So what you do is you go off the grid and you create your own cover to the cover because <laughs> you learn those tricks in the days um, to complete your mission, which is to expose them. And in 2015, I, um, I took that initiative. Uh, it was actually 2014 December where I made sure I would be positioned somewhere else and able to focus in one place. I had one stable, uh, through, you know, multiple, multiple levels of contracting to be able to have some form of income without them being able to cost me contracts because, you know, all this rubbish that's going around, people have been emailing. I know a lot of you got it, but they've been emailing stuff to employers. This is harassment. Uh, you know, it's criminal. So, um, and that's coming. I mean, they're, they're not even good at it. I mean, they think that they can cover themselves, which is even funnier because one of them we've already traced ourselves. So, you know, this is, I created my own cover. I, um, went to school. I interned. I applied for jobs. I, 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 uh, while working, I would do that. I mean, I, I, the joke going and, you know, stereotype, of course, and people are so racist is like, dude, I'm your typical Mexican. I have like a hundred jobs. You know, I had so many jobs. It's ridiculous. I would roll out from one to another just to keep it going. I was the one keeping my household afloat because I was working, working, working flying around the country, driving around the country. That's what I was doing. That was me because I was that committed to get that clown that you see on your screen right now, pay for it. Because I, the one thing that I can say is, uh, uh, 
there are certain things that you do and you believe are done for good. You've heard Benny say it. We did it, you know, to help with the Soviets to do this, to do that. This is the coldest war ever. Cyber war is the, is the, is the, is the most messed up war ever because people are so vulnerable and you're so connected to your tech that it's just you. And, and there are people that actually think that if someone tells them off on social media that they're going to die. You know, this is why people ran, you know, to buy toilet paper because some some genius somewhere was like, let's fuck with them. And that's what they did. And you all ran and bought toilet paper. See, everyone is so vulnerable. I'm telling you, uh, there was not a time. Not only did I, you know, volunteer, not only did I work, apply for jobs just to enter the premises, intern, apply for everything, go to specific universities for specific things. Not only did I do that on my dime, I was actually still doing work for them and I had a normal job. So whatever anyone says, right? You know, they don't know what I've done because in order to be a free person, you don't sit back and eat popcorn and just wait for the big guys to do it. You got to get your hands dirty. And so this is, I learned all those tools. They had me from so young. I learned all those tools. They had me take my oath in 95 at the embassy. They had me working in two different countries before I was shipped out right before Christmas on 96. And they said, well, you go to the Navy and then, you know, when you're done, well, whatever. And, and, and I think that was actually done for like a cover now, but whatever. So this is how I'm alive because they know that they had enough comp on me that, you know, how dare she? She's not going to lift her head. We'll throw her a job and she'll be fine, but I didn't take it. We'll throw her this and she'll be fine, but uh, I didn't take it. They made sure that I had, you know, booby traps everywhere um, from the get-go, from the get-go. And that's all documented because I made sure to. Because after this passport bullshit, I actually went to a congressman's office and I said, hey, so this came along my purview of the army asking me to join them. That's a little bit curious. So can we pull like my service records? I need you to do this. And he looked at me and he was like, um, so we had a really candid discussion. He was a really nice guy. And I was like, damn, I'm fucked. And I was like, that's okay. I'm going to keep going. I mean, that's how I knew the story of Timothy Cunningham. You know, n people don't seem to get it. Like, okay, you don't, you think whatever I say, wh who I am is bad. Y you want to say that? Okay. Well, discredit what I'm telling you then. Discredit what I'm telling you. You can't. And you're going to see it because I'm going to take that clown down so hard. It's not even funny. And Canadian global information. They all do the same thing. They're the jacks of all trades, except for the fact that Global Strategies Group was actually a hub for all information in and out. In and okay, so I just want to show you something about Global Strategies Group so you can see the dates. of all trade. Watch. Except for the fact that Global Strategies 1998, from its establishment, look at this. As one of, as a one man startup in London, Global Strategies Group Global quickly grew from a strategic risk consultancy for government and commercial organizations to providing a comprehensive range of strategic was actually and operational. So you're going to see if you actually go, none of this is there. Okay. They've already taken this shit down. Okay. None of these pictures are there anymore. They've totally purged it. Actually a 
hub for all information in and out, in and out. Look at these clowns. These are all intelligence guys. I mean, all, all of the of directors them. there were former GCHQ, CIA, and do you see this? So while you guys thought when, you know, it was going, this is the stuff in Iraq, you know, and most of the stuff, you know, uh, there's, there's actually a marker that I had dropped on my old Twitter account for myself to give a date, but you know, people are debunking. They're so dumb, so dumb because this is going to be so good because I warned them. And, and you know, when you're, when you're doing something for the case of evil or to hurt people or to cause mental anguish, especially when you do mental anguish to children, it comes back at you tenfold. And so everything, you know, Bergie has been working on, I right here, right here, right here. And I can't talk about it. I mean, he can talk about some of it. I mean, the contracting stuff, but I can't talk about a lot of the stuff in here that you see on this page, which is quite important. Say, you know, MI6, MI5, German intelligence. You have to wonder, why are all these former heads heading up consulting firm? And what were they consulting? And they weren't consulting. They were collecting everybody's data and privatizing it. John Brennan, working within his network of contracting companies such as Stanley, Canadian Global Information, and the Analysis Corporation, helped then-Senator Barack Obama get elected using Internet Influence Operations. March 5th. Oh, and by the way, just so you know, so McCain and Obama both use PSYOPs. They started to use that new application of ShadowNet and they deployed it. Now, McCain used it and so did Obama in different like levels. And because they were you were they were experimenting on you. They love to experiment on the people. And you know what? If you notice one of the chief harassers right out there right now to anyone that's involved with Shadowgate actually told you they worked with McCain during their um, their thing. So just so you can see, because there's receipts. 2013, Brennan gets confirmed as CIA director, dodging controversy over his involvement in the CIA enhanced interrogation scandal. Now tell us about these data bridges to the NSA. Is that legally obtained information? I mean... That's kind of what Snowden did, too. According to sources closely connected to this subject, under John Brennan's direction, Snowden created a data bridge from the NSA database into private servers controlled by private intelligence and cybersecurity contractors, a.k.a. the Analysis Corporation, Global Strategies Group, and Canadian Global Information. The twinning of streams is duplicating the information in the upstream. That's, that's crazy to think that another company is copying all emails, texts, phone calls, messages, emojis, Instagrams, tweets, anything you can imagine that's being uploaded that has to go into like the 72 hour holding is suddenly being pushed offshore. That sounds kind of illegal because it is. June 5th, 2013, Edward Snowden goes public with the NSA program, PRISM, revealing the NSA collects internet traffic of all U.S. citizens from major internet and telecom companies through the FISA 702 program. Snowden's actions kicked off, on the federal level, justification for spying on U.S. citizens, including the Senate and Congress. In 
Okay. So you understand after he did that, they, they, uh, made it almost legal. I want you to pay attention to this point to spy on Senate and Congress. And when I told you I had access to listen to these guys, this is why I had it. Take a listen. In the name of preventing U.S. citizens with classified or top secret clearances from being able to repeat Snowden's actions, this opened the door for the creation of did you hear that? So they were spying on every single contractor, the Senate and the and Congress and the IGs to make sure that nobody does a Snowden. You see how Snowden was used? So Snowden did what he did and then he whistle blew on what he did because he knew that they used, man, it was a hot mess, but he went to China anyway and <laughs> just worked with them there. I mean, that was, that was incredible, super incredible. And so here we are at the point where where now, because he did that, he had they had to spy on almost everybody and their mother, including the IG. So imagine if you want to report something, if you're if you're working under Comey and you want to report on him, how do you report on him when they're already collecting your information? You see? Of Clear Force. July 4th, 2013. CGI and GCHQ launch a defense protection partnership, which includes sharing threat intelligence. So these were all private corporations that even had foreigners working in them and <laughs> they had access to NSA servers? Of course they did. I mean, how do you think we found through facial recognition of the FBI, the Belgian bomber? Why would we have their facial recognition data? So is this legal, what you're telling me, and why would they do it? Why would they set this up this way? So sharing our information and our private identifying information, facial recognition, biometrics, outside of the United States for official purposes, like at a consulate, at an embassy, you know, uh, through Secret Service or anything like that is legal, right? Or through Interpol. But to have a company that houses everybody's data and any private person can buy that data or investigate that data or analyze that data, that's not. And that's exactly what GSG was doing. Early 2009, John Brennan left government and went to work for a small intelligence contractor here in the Virginia area, suburban Virginia area, just outside of Washington. The company was called the Analysis Corporation. There are subsidiaries of subsidiaries. Some of these companies are spun out, go public, go private again. Uh, it's kind of hard to keep track of them. In just four months, GSG, CGI, and other private contractors allegedly had unauthorized access to the entire Five Eyes network. Unfiltered, unrestricted, decompartmentalized, outside any government regulation or oversight. Not surprising, the CIA gets caught one year later spying on the U.S. Senate. Okay, so before she gets into that, and we'll rewind it 10 seconds. Uh, see, a lot of people say that too. I hate that this makes me feel like it's too late, that we can't fix it. And it is very messed up. And, uh, you know, these contractors are selling telephone numbers to spammers. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's what you're worried about. What about your phone when you prop it up in the shower and, you know, to listen to music and the video of you taking a shower or sitting on the toilet playing on your phone or scrolling Twitter is on a database overseas? How does that make you feel? Feel violated yet? Or what about the phone calls with your friend? Or if you browse porn or if you're, you know, fake shopping, you know, I do that. 
that too. You know, us, us people that are on tight budgets sit there and we're like, I'm going to buy this. You fill up your cart and then dump it. They have everything, everything you search. But is it too late? Here's the thing. We are in the age of information. So what we have to do is disallow such co collection of data, even though there are many people that say, well, if we get your DNA, get all this, we can help you. No, 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 no. This is a minority report. This is scary ass shit. OK, this is how they got, uh, you know, uh, Roger Stone of guilty plea, uh, guilty conviction, sorry, uh, with a fixed jury, because then they can screw you and it'll be like, oh, well, the jury picked it. It wasn't us. Yeah, but you picked the jury based on the fact that they'll give you a guilty conviction. Like, that's not how it's supposed to work. It's supposed to be real people that are totally independent. So what do we do to stop it? Well, first of all, we stop sharing intelligence with other nations. Uh, that's key. So that's the first thing. We stop sharing intelligence with other nations. Second, we do not have these collections at all. You can wiretap. You can hard wiretap. I mean, right now we're letting freaking Google twin the stream from the West Coast to Taiwan, like the underwater cables. Nobody's talking about that. I've been talking about it. And it's like, oh, no big deal. They're just splitting off the underwater cables, taking them out to Taiwan. Totally nothing to see here. So what do we do? So the only thing we can do is create another network that cannot be compromised, that is monitored by the government, that has stipulations that we can cover and hold and monitor. We don't need five eyes, nine eyes, 14 eyes, the whole nine yards eyes. We don't need shit. What we need is a network. Since we are in this, in this era, we need an, a network where we can hold them accountable. But here's how you need to think of if we're electing people that are not in our best interest, then they can hijack that network. So this is why these elections are so important. Because as I said, most of the work is going to happen, right, after these elections, after uh, President Trump gets reelected, this is where the hard work begins. This is where we realize as citizens what has happened to us over decades of not being informed, of not, you know, holding people accountable about, because, you know, they look like giants because we're we're on our knees. They can control everything. They can control every single facet of your life. You know, when I went on those suicide missions, you know, my father and my brother both, both died in the same year. That was really messed up. Like I, that was really, really, really messed up. And, you know, I don't care what anybody says, right? This is real stuff. These people are very powerful. So how do we stop it? How do we, how do we stop them from getting us back to this same place. How do we do that? Tell me how we do that. There, there's got to be a way of how we do that. Yeah. By creating a network that has accountability by the citizens. That's how we do it. By not sharing to that point. This is stupid. Oh, we all have to create alliances. Fuck that. We can all stand on our own two feet. Like, no, I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, you know, I'm friends with this person. No, I stand on my own two feet. So why would the United States be like, oh, we're friends with England? Nobody gives a shit. You know, you stand on your own two feet. And what we need is our people, the people of the United States to stand up and say no more. 
we're in charge. We're taking over. You're not taking our data because you feel like it. It's not making us safe. We want 70 beat cops with the mustaches to crack the crimes. Obviously, it'll be a little bit more easier. We have DNA and all these things, but we don't need that. The only high security and scanning of information would be people that are coming in to our country. And that's it in our international borders. Other than that, we should be able to have privacy. We shouldn't be thinking, you know, when you're on the phone, it's like you, your mother and the NSA. That's fucked up. It shouldn't be like that. Oh, I didn't do anything. It doesn't matter. Because there's private companies that buy that data. You think they buy that data just for whatever? Is it for shits and giggles? What is it? Kicks, shits, and giggles, whatever? They make movies. They make stories, and they make it out of your life. They pry into it. They, they, They eat popcorn watching you cry, watching you not pay your bill, watching you win the lottery. That's what I'm saying. They are hijacking every aspect of you, and then that way they know what to sell to you, what to give to you, what you want, what you want to see. You don't get it. You're a commodity to them, and they're eating popcorn, and they're using you like that. This is this is how it is. This is the reality of it. If we want to take it down to that level, okay? Other than that, it's just pure enslavement. I'm putting it to a more comical, lower level. I'm telling you the terrifying thing is it's enslavement. I mean, look at how many people jump ship when your ship is sinking. Oh, yeah, you know, I got, you know, I got a job and kids and mouth to feed and, you know, I just can't. And it's like, damn, you think that if you jump ship behind this, you know, away from this president because they threaten you that tomorrow it's going to be okay for you. You're going to be the first one they take out the first one. Oh, but I flipped. I did what they wanted. It doesn't freaking matter. It doesn't matter. They'll still take you out. That's how it goes. This is pure slavery. There is no question about it. They can delete your money from your bank account and you wouldn't know where it went. They can delete your records. They can put whatever records they want. You could have gone to do hickey school in Louisiana and they'll say, no, you went, you know, to California and you're like, but I was never in California. Well, your record says otherwise prove it. Well, here's the paper. Yeah. Who bothers with paper? That's not valid anymore. That's what's up. This is what you need to understand. This is what we've, we're trying to tell you. This is way bigger than you can understand. This is how they get the minority report. This is how they're going to be preemptively arresting you because they think you might make, you know, commit a crime. Oh, what? Did, were you going to talk smack about Stephanopoulos? You said you were going to post a tweet about that. Boop, you're blocked. Today, in real time, I'm going to tell you something, and I'm not going to mention um, anything specific. Today, real time with my own eyes, because this is how programs work. They have glitches. It, I was monitoring an account of someone. And that someone, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of people talking about things, but they mentioned something about IIA or Shadowgate. And I saw it and I was watching it. Refresh, refresh, refresh. Okay. And this is like, you know, an, an account account, not like, you know, some whatever average Joes like us, right? And I'm looking at it and dude, they flag the account real time. Click, 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 click. All you have to do is click, 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 click. When someone tweets something that they're not supposed to because they're not loud, I click, click, click. And it showed me a, this user does not exist. And it had an old handle they used to have. And I was like, holy crap, they just tagged that bitch. That's how they do it. This is how corrupt they are. 
you cannot speak against the masters. They pay everyone. There are receipts. There are receipts. No one will speak up. They have receipts. That's why the second shadow gate is going to blow this all up with a bunch of truth. Their excuse? It was their oversight. Not surprising, the CIA gets caught one year later spying on the U.S. Senate. Their excuse? It was their own network they had set up for the Senate to use. So they had authorization. Would you agree that the CIA's 2014 search of Senate files was improper? This is the annual threat assessment, is it not? Yes. These were CIA computers at a CIA leased facility. It was a CIA network that was shared between Senate staffers conducting that investigation for your report, as well as CIA personnel. The reality is those computers in effect belonged to the CIA, but they were reserved exclusively for the committee's use. We accelerated our ability, our, for want of a better word, invasiveness in, into communications networks in which legitimate targets coexisted with legitimately protected communications. Whoa. So uh, I, think of that for a second. S think of that. So they sat there and they told you, right? They sat there and, and they told you that um, they created the network. So it was their network. So they're allowed to use that network. So think every single Senate communication they had access to. And they do that to Congress and they do that to the State Department. Remember, I was talking about leaking Linux. I was talking about his private server. I was telling people this. How do you know, Tori? Because his damn shit was also being shipped off to Luxembourg. Okay. And to Leah, you know, out in Berlin where the other servers are. So it's like I already knew. Because everybody's communications, Pelosi's communications, ambassadors communicate. How do you think I knew that Ambassador Taft had unmasked Flynn before the Kislyak call? Because I fucking saw it. It's like it's there. It's on a private server. Private server. Like I saw it. So instead of saying I have national secrets, which by the way, Evanina, I was shocked to see it. You know, I was shocked to see it because I don't trust him. He was, he actually said that in 2017, they knew private contractors had access to national security information. Huh? Hello? Like, can it be more spelled out? So now all of that's coming out too. Private contractors had access. No shit. I've been saying it. I've been sending them letters, but okay. You see who these people are? This is Hayden. The guy that you saw filling his diaper telling us how bad President Trump is. This guy owns half, well, no, I have to say, 85% of every freaking social media persona you see. The guy next to him owns the other portion. About 1% are unknown. And that 1% super broke. Obama takes office and General Jones is being sworn in as national security advisor. His son, General Jones' son, copyrights CKMS, Congressional Knowledge Management System. Within a couple months after he leaves office in 2010, Dynology gets a contract for CKMS, the Congressional Knowledge Management System, which basically controls uh, all of the scheduling, the 
addresses, the documents, everything for the Congress. CKMS is going to give you access to unlimited information. Think about the information you could get from that. If we look on USSpending.gov, we see Dynology was awarded contracts for the Congressional Knowledge Management System. However, one contract stands out, where Dynology was awarded a contract by the Department of Defense that includes a mention of the Congressional Knowledge Management System. A closer look shows that the award description is for CKMS hosting Labor Admin Core Data. The primary place of performance is Germany. And so I want you to sit on that for a second. Why the hell are we storing congressional systems, communications in Germany? Ask yourself, how does that sound like it's normal? So how is that okay? How uh, how are you okay with it? If we're supposed to be protecting our nation, how are the Europeans having unfettered access to servers? Ask yourself that. How is it that Schiff's communications, Pelosi's communications, Graham's, Grassley's, everyone, why is it all going to Germany? Why did we pay them with our tax dollars to go to Germany? You know, it's not going to base... We're shutting that one down. We already started in 2018. So why were they doing that? The North American industry classification description is data processing, hosting, and related services. Even one section stating manufacturing outside the United States. Use outside the United States. Let it sink in that these official documents suggest the Congressional Knowledge Management System outsourced to a private contractor is hosted, managed, and stored in servers in Germany. This is very disturbing. With the Senate's computer network compromised by John Brennan's CIA and the Congressional Knowledge Management System being hosted, managed, and stored overseas. Do you see Hurricane Electric Internet Services? Now that's a torrent type file. So nothing dies on torrent. So like if you upload a video like on library TV, right? It's there forever. You can't take it off. That's the only place you put things. So it never dies. So here we have Hurricane Electric that has all the contracts. I wrote that article on Big League Politics. You should take a look at it where I gave you IPs. I told you that the transition team had 12 attorney generals of the United States on the transition team when they weren't on documentation. So why the fuck did they have emails on Obama's transition team? I'll tell you why. Continuity of government. One of those attorney generals gets a chub with me. He hates me and that's okay. I'm fine with that because he's going down and I'm telling you he is. (laughs) He's totally going down. So all of these here connections are where Hurricane Electric shares information. This is where everybody's information can be, but they host government ones, hence Crossfire Hurricane. By General Jones's company, the ability for these contractors to eavesdrop on both the House and the Senate is staggering. When I brought this up back in 2018, shortly after that, Dynology lost the contract that they had had since 2011, 2012 with CKMS. 
And that contract went to another company, a company that exists as nothing more than a website and a mail drop mile or so from Dynology's Tampa office, controlling the entire congressional's knowledge management. And if you look at the contracting game... Wait, did you get that? I want to replay that for you, what he told you. Listen to that carefully. So an empty shoe closet is what manages the congressional management system. Listen to it. It's a shell company. Jones's company, the ability for these contractors to eavesdrop on both the House and the Senate is staggering. When I brought this up back in 2018, shortly after that, Dynology lost the contract that they had had since 2011, 2012 with CKMS. And that contract went to another company, a company that exists as nothing more than a website and a mail drop mile or so from Dynology's Tampa office, controlling the entire congressional's knowledge management. And if you look at the contract, oh, and I want to tell you, and if you look at all the people uh, that have discredited, supposedly, and debunked this film, well, no, they're attacking the people in this documentary, not the actual stuff you're learning. Tampa, Florida. Funny how all of them ran to Florida. They'll say that, oh, they have an American, an American entity. And it's like, but it's the same CEOs for this Canadian company. I'm so confused. So they even falsify information uh, so they can obfuscate who, where our federal tax dollars are going. And don't- so uh, did you get that? So CGI, they'll say that it's an American company, right? And they'll falsify federal records and get paid for that, right? They'll get the, the crow. It's not a crow. It's a raven and the Irish thing, McRaven. So uh, I want you guys to understand that um, the... Um, the, they're falsifying our federal documents, right? They're falsifying our federal documents to take our money and give it to foreigners to work because they're saying, oh, this is a, uh, you know, uh, an American company. Yeah, it has a closet, but it's based Canadian intelligence company. So why is it that we're paying foreigners to do classified government work, right? That makes no sense. And they're falsifying again, documentation to make it look, because if you're going to say it's not the same, well then, you know, why is it that we have a contract with them and it says this, but it's the same CEOs in Canada, same ones here making a shit ton of money. They're stealing it from us, stealing it from us. And you know what? The Canadians get it and then they pay someone else and then they pay someone else and then they pay someone else. This is fraud, waste, and abuse of government money, federal taxpayer dollars, your money. That's what I'm saying. Your money. They're using your money. They're becoming rich. I've said this before. If you want a paper shredder, why are we paying $100 an hour when you can hire a paper shredder from around the corner to paper shred for 15 No understanding. It's because they got to be rich forget they all share contracts they all subcontract co-contract Psy group has the exact same product as dynology the shadownet and i side right yet the owner of dynology sits on the board of directors of Psy group which in my opinion is kind of like the owner of coke sitting on the board of directors of pepsi tac cgi 
and all these LLCs that just keep cycling and cycling, cycling. all of them. The social security numbers of 19.7 million Americans subjected to federal background checks as a condition of employment are now in the hands of hackers. In June 2015, the Office of Personnel Management announced a major data breach. Tell us about the OPM hack. Okay, so that's another Brennan job. So another hack, suppose hack. And this is to obtain, delete, and obfuscate information. Hillary Clinton was up for the chopping block about her emails right at the State Department. And that was coming up. Uh, that was big talk of the town in 2014. Suddenly, the Office of Personnel Management was hacked in December. Down the line, five months later, Hillary Clinton appears in court. And they tell her, hey, you're going to hand over your emails. A couple days after that, the now-fired, corrupt, leaking former IG of the State Department, Linick, had requested from our elected officials to give him a big fat budget to create his own personal IG of the State Department server. How convenient. Very convenient. While we have no evidence that our data has been compromised, the fact that the contents of our network may be accessed by large numbers of department administrators puts us at unnecessary risk. The IT folks at the department have the keys to our IT system. So they really have access, unfettered access, to the system if they wanted to. They could read, modify, delete. They could read, modify, delete. I would like to be completely separate from the department um, to ensure the integrity of our system, but I also need the department uh, to give us uh, access to the same systems that we have now. Give us... Uh, access and he was responsible in releasing her emails that he gave in little little doses of course over time but at the same time huh, the press came out with a report oh dear months ago there was a leak do you have evidence that the state department's network has been attacked and does that affect you guys uh, there there and there has been there's there's evidence that has been attacked and it has affected us i can't really go into details uh, because of the nature of the information for people that don't know the office of personnel management usually has information on every single american uh that has applied for any type of clearance so if you applied for like a white house press pass or join the military or an admin job that could require something like a public charlie clearance anything all your information is there what could they do with all that information? Right. They started slowly creating these memorandums of understandings with your secretaries of states and attorney general secretly behind your back, providing facial recognition data, private identifying data, data, data. This was the most incredible data because if you want to control someone, all you need to do is put that information through a couple of systems and you'll know exactly what buttons you need to push and how to make them nod their head the way you want them to or shake it. Millions of Americans have received letters like this, notifying them their data are at risk and referring them to a government-contracted credit monitoring agency. Does this correlate with predictive programming? Yes. The merging of John Brennan's tactical intelligence and General Jones's operational capabilities gave birth to ClearForce. I say I was the relational database component of it. That's what we named it. I named it actually. And uh, what did you name it iSci for? I like the iPhone uh, Sci for psychological warfare. Okay. 
So there was a question before we get into ISI. So there was a question. I can't talk about Keystone yet. That was done so they can see that we meant business. Well, I meant business. Um, uh, there was another question. Is is anyone in Congress and Senate? Everybody has insurance. Everybody does. They have insurance on everyone. Okay, here's the question. Is this why employers have to use E-Verify? So E-Verify has now merged with global systems, okay? And these global systems pool all their data from their own little, you know, um, private databases and they merge them together and they can dispel and push forward, um, who, what, when, and where. I can't, oh. So E-Verify is a way of, yes, it is intrusion um, and it is sharing your data globally. If that's the, I, I mean, that's the short answer. I don't want to say something um, that I shouldn't be privy, but yes, uh, this is how they share it. Um, these are the reasons I work. Look, even your small companies, well, unless they're like really small businesses, and a lot of them that are small businesses, just so you know, have these stipulations where they have to like provide. They started doing stuff like EEO statements and then they're asking for more. And if you want this tax relief, you need to give us more because all they want to do is just drain and pull all this information. Now, the significance of this OPM hack was all to cover Hillary Clinton, okay? Um, I think I've walked you through this guy, uh, these guys before, um, that the hack is done um, so that way they can collect information and delete information that they want, like personas they create. So um, remember when we had that um, director of uh, disguise who spoke and she said how, you know, they would make sure that all the identities lined up, that they had everything. So uh, just like Peter Strzok, who was not legit FBI. He had uh, a manufactured career in the army. He had a manufactured career in the FBI when in essence he was, um, you know, an illegal and illegal is like people that dance within agencies uh, for the purpose of espionage. And that would be domestic espionage. So that's what an illegal is. Um, so they would also remove such individuals and remove any individuals that may have direct connections with people that they are trying to protect. So it was all weirdly timed that the hack happened in 2014 when they started the NSA over collection, right? Because that's when they started it. Didn't announce it till after Hillary Clinton was asked for emails and after Linux asked for money to create a private server. So people don't add, uh, remove, or delete information. Delete information, meaning with a quick stroke, I can take your life and completely turn you upside down. There will be paper trail from here until kingdom come. I can make you anybody with a keystroke. Um, identity theft. That is, that is a lot of times insurance. I've been victim of identity theft. Actually in, um, 2008, I was, you know, so weird thinking I actually thought about this the other day. Today, I think I was having a conversation on that. Um, I remember I was with my children at a food court. I had my youngest in a baby carriage and my eldest with me. It was just us three. And we were eating ice cream in a mall food court. And like people in broad daylight in the food court 
literally grab my bag, everything, right? So we went to the police, uh, we made a police report and, um, you know, they kind of were like, um, yeah, I don't know. The cameras weren't working that day. It's like, are you for real? Like this whole food court, like other people saw, well, did you get any names? And I'm like, well, um, well, the security people and the security people were like, yeah, we saw a commotion, but we don't know. And it's like, what? So it was like really weird. So those are those are ways that um, things happen. I, I mean, obviously, I don't think that was a nefarious organized act. I think it was just, you know, theft, really. But uh, identity theft is something that, you know, they 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 use a lot. Um, this is how they sell um, IDs, social security numbers to other aliens so that way they can work um, within the United States uh, without um, repercussions. So let's continue here. You have the component where you need to be able to collect all this information and then you need to be able to collaborate this information with a team of an unspecified amount of analysts and or other legal people that will be looking at stuff and you need to be able to provide the leadership of a tactical operation you need to be able to provide them what's called a cops a common operational picture right so this provides people at the top common operational picture of all the different assets assets can be journalists it could be an entire news organization it could be a podcast it could be just a, a, an individual YouTube influencer. It could be anybody like that. And you would either build them from scratch or contract them out. Just bring them online. According to Berge, the 2012 changes to the Smith-Munt Modernization Act of 2012 opened the floodgates for domestic IIA, social media influence operations. Do you think that some of these smart devices were created in order to gain uh, access to the public by the military industrial complex? I know that the iPhone really was released uh, within this, if not the same month of the IIA policy letter, right? I know uh, for a fact, and you can easily look it up, that the Smith-Munt Act, uh, Modernization Act, was modified to allow for the influence, uh, dissemination of propaganda to Americans, which had previously been restricted or prevented by the Smith-Munt Act in the late 40s when it was put into place. When they modernized that, they took away those protections, allowing it to adapt for social media. And then within a, a few months or just a very short period of time, they came out with the Obama phone Everybody in Cleveland, no minority, got Obama phone. Keep Obama in president, you know? He gave us a phone. Free cell phones to low-income families. TrackPhone has just started a program here in the volunteer state called SafeLink Wireless. More than 800,000 families here in Tennessee qualify for these phones. The company says this program is about providing a safe link for families, no matter what their level of income is. Very short time after that, they added free unlimited data plans to him. He also suggested that the contiguous release of the Obama phone with an unlimited data plan played a significant role in fostering the Ferguson riots using IIA. So why do you think they were targeting them for collection purposes? Think of what you could do. 
right? Um, think of how easily you could start a riot in Cleveland if you had the um, data. Oh, my goodness. So you could gather that information and know how to psychologically target them to get them upset or, you know, do you think that they were pushing information to them, like tailoring their viewpoint on social media? I would. And when I, like I said, I I didn't really actually finish this earlier, but I originally, um, in 2014, I recognized uh, Black Lives Matter uh, movement during the uh, Michael Brown riots as being influenced by IIA. A colleague of mine in South Korea did a trace route on it, trace routed the source of the what I believe to have been IIA to Ukraine. That's funny, right? Uh, so, because Ukraine just always keeps popping up. And whether or not it was actually the Shadownet itself or it was a competitor like McChrystal, right? McChrystal, what they accused McChrystal of having is the exact same thing as what we built before him. Maybe it was a competitor. Who knows? It's becoming really a boutique market. Do you think that many of these social media companies like Twitter, Facebook, that they were created with IIA operations in mind and it was never intended to be a free speech platform? Mm. I mean, what's your take on that? In our ShadowNet flyer, it has a screenshot of uh, South American um, uh social network site that was uh, kind of like the predecessor for MySpace owned by Google. And I believe the name was Urkut. And you can actually look on our flyer and see a screenshot from that, which looks mm-hmm. like an active engagement from South America. Now, if you look up what happened to Urkut, what was really Google's first attempt pre MySpace, you'll see that it was largely shut down and largely contributed to um, an overwhelming use of fake personas, right? What was one of the reasons that they attributed to MySpace shutting down last year? Rampant fake personas. At the same time, I'm developing these flyers for a company that doesn't have a sales staff. They only have a product. At the same time, I'm doing that. Our number one partner for a company that doesn't have a product that is only salespeople are working John McCain's campaign. Too risky. Doing micro-targeted social media for John McCain's campaign. I'm John McCain, and I approve this message. You are speaking on news pundits and how mm-hmm. many of the news pundits are IA assets mm-hmm. and intelligence assets. So mm-hmm. tell us more about that. Uh, Mika Brzezinski, her father is, the, you know, the father of influence operations and psychological warfare. Sure. A towering figure in American foreign policy, an extended member of the NBC News family as well. Zbigniew Brzezinski, Jimmy Carter's national security advisor. Jill Turner, Fox News host, was also vice president of Jones Group International, doing an interview with her old boss and my old boss. Now, why would I assume that they would be using anything other than the Shadownet? Because the owner of the Shadownet has so many key assets. Why would he need to go to anybody else, right? So they get their talking points from the analysts that are putting it together. But then they disseminate those talking points through non-attribution to their assets throughout these news organizations. 
utilizing an application like the shadow net. Jillian Turner has a direct connection to Atlantic Council. General Jones was the chairman of the board of the Atlantic Council. JGI, Jones Group International, is an oil lobby. Atlantic Council and Brisbane has a relationship. Brisbane is an energy company. Obviously, they have these connections. This would explain why Fox News focuses mostly on the Biden-Ukraine scandal, never mentioning Jones's connections, nor the Atlantic Council. Trump focusing on Ukraine isn't just about Biden. It's about Jones, Hayden, Brennan, McChrystal, the State Department, USAID, and corrupt inspector generals. With everything in place and after being in control of the office of the presidency for decades, the military industrial complex had confidence they could take Trump out as a candidate or even as president. Has IIA been used against President Trump? Absolutely. Through the Russian dossier, um, there are so many people, former colleagues of mine, uh, directly connected to the Shadowna. John McCain and Lindsey Graham, one of the last two people to have their hands on the Russian dossier before it was handed off to BuzzFeed as part of the dissemination process. told the president it was not John McCain. I know because John McCain showed me the dossier. It was built, it was a product, it was used as a weapon as part of an influence operation. It was fake information put into it to help create chaos and to influence an election. Bottom line, right? But those people that were directly involved with that were also directly involved with the Shadownet. So... You have knowledge of them using military-grade psychological warfare weapons on the president of the United States. Mm -hmm. Done by the closest people around him, too. As Trump's election unfolded and as all of the Russia collusion and all these things started happening and, and becoming exposed, revealed to me it was to keep from exposing the stuff that they've been doing over here, which I believe includes the Maidan massacre in Ukraine. Where did the dossier come from? Nellie Orr testified it came from Ukraine. Where's all the money laundering and crazy IIAs we see going on Ukraine? So Manafort's being accused of social media influence operations in Ukraine in 2010. World courts charged him with that. Ukraine was the epicenter of everything, like everything. And that's because we had maimed that nation and made them deal to us. Barack Hussein Obama did it. You know, we deployed troops, National Guard, of course. And what states are the ones that work with Ukraine? It would be California and New York. So we deployed troops there because, you know, they weren't listening. It's like, why would you want to? Stay independent and hang out with the Russians when you can be with us, the Americans and the Europeans. And they were really upset that they weren't willing to commit to receive debt from the EU and ignore Russia, which they had been attached to for eons. So we went in there and destroyed them. That's how Hunter Biden got his job. That's how we weaseled our way in there. We got a hold of corrupt people. We said, we'll help you out with your lawsuits. You get us in there. We wrote bills. We sent the money so we can help them conduct elections. (laughs) 
We did everything there. The Obama aid package in Ukraine, which corresponds with Joe Biden's billion dollar loan guarantee scandal, is the same aid package where Seidel got a field office in Kiev to provide election training and election management for the Ukrainian Election Commission. Seidel is one of the most notorious outsourced companies for elections with regular electronic voting machine problems who also tabulate our election results in cloud services in Europe, a.k.a. servers outside the United States. A whistleblower leaked to me in 2019 internal documents from Seidel that appeared to show meddling in the Kentucky election. Atlantic Council has been citing America's policies for decades now. And look at how, what a panic they were in when um, Trump made that phone call to Ukraine. They went into absolute panic mode. Seventy-five percent of the people testifying were all directly connected to General Jones, McCain, and an Atlantic Council. The now IG of the NSA literally with his wife created the National Anti-Corruption Bureau in the Ukraine in 2009. They created it. Robert Storch is the deputy head of the U.S. Inspector General's office. I recognize how important this task is for Naboo and for the uh, effort to address corruption there in Ukraine. September 30th, 2016. Obama knows that within 30 days, if the NSA can't fix the overcollection problem by either dumping data or justifying having it, the FISA court will order the IG of the NSA to investigate. So what does Obama do? He writes an executive order that makes the IG of the NSA a presidential appointment rather than an appointment by the director of the NSA. November 30th, 2016. Obama nominates Robert Storch, who is working as deputy IG of the DOJ under Horowitz at the same time. I'm Rob Storch, and I'm honored to serve as the inspector general at the National Security Agency. During the transition period from the Obama administration into the Trump administration, Storch appears to never have actually been confirmed by the Trump administration. How did this guy get confirmed? Not one person asked, hey, have you ever worked for four? I mean, a couple months before they even had the hearing to see if he's going to be confirmed or not. Nobody asked him, hey, did you by any chance get an offer from the president of Ukraine to work for them? It was all over the media, but not one person asked. You know who else helped them set it up? Bill Taylor and George Kent, those two clowns, also testified against the president. One of them has supersonic hearing. They could hear phones that are not on speakerphone from across the room so <laughs> that's odd according to tory the alleged impeachment whistleblower was actually a wiretap hence supersonic hearing capabilities eric sierra was a decoy to hide the fact that the president was being wiretapped through a 702 data over collection problem connected to the sunset clause collection problem that the NSA Inspector General Robert Storch oversaw. So the question is, what has been the Senate Intelligence Committee? All complacent, every single one of them, because it's their job to be our voice and ask those questions. 
So, so I mean, I guess the, they're in on it. So I guess the question is, are they all just that inept or is there something else going on? Section 702 of the FISA Amendment Act of 2008 was created to stop illegal surveillance through data collection. It ends up being used as cover, providing the intelligence agencies front-facing legal access to unauthorized data, while turning a blind eye to private contractors having backdoor access to all data. I had access through the administrative side platform, because I was one of the first on it, um, to be able to see all communications between people like Adam Schiff, Brennan, Feinstein's staffers, and General Jones, and many more that I don't want to say because I haven't publicized that yet, actually. Because there's foreign people. I did see communications of uh, former GCHQ head Hannigan. Robert Hannigan was part of the company at GSG, right? So I gave most of this information to Millie Weaver, and she put out a report. And even though I had legal access to all their communications, because I had my username and password, the minute she did that report, within just, I believe, almost instantaneously, the website was taken down and my access was revoked. They changed it. Well, it wasn't revoked. They just uphauled the whole server. It was done. It was finished. They made it toast. I mean, that's what they do. But nothing ever really dies, really. Because the way they use their servers is by torrents. So all their information is hidden somewhere across the planet. Maybe we should look at some old articles that I put out on Hurricane Electric to find those servers and those little bits and seed them correctly. So, I mean, you'd be able to seed it with something like a keystone. 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 I want to ask you about John Brennan and the blackmail. Mm. So... Who all did he have blackmail collected on? Any politicians? You mean that I've seen? Yes. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. Yes. And politicians? Yes. So would you say there's any uh, side more Democrats or more Republican, or is it kind of even? Very even, Stephen. Okay, so once this blackmail was collected on politicians, what did they do with it? Even Pelosi doesn't know that what they have on her. Neither does Blumenthal. Nobody. I can keep going down. And- but do they know that these people have blackmail on them? Only if they've butted heads. Okay. So we saw a butting of heads between Murkowski, was it, and um, Feinstein. Right? That's a butting of heads. That's where it's like, hey, we got this. You know where she put her up against the wall? Happens all the time. Now you know how our government has been compromised. 24-7 surveillance mixed with blackmail. What's the significance of Cambridge Analytica being attached to Trump's campaign? Everything that I saw with uh, the description of like how Cambridge Analytica functioned, what they did, their app, the computer applications, everything that I saw with that 
uh, I would describe as, a, you know, just a, a, a later iteration of the ShadowNet. Was Cambridge Analytica, to your knowledge, an IAA operation? Yes, it was. And I believe that it was so blatant because it was piloted at the same time that the RNC and the DNC were hacked. It was all formulated correctly. I have said to you, it's all coming out. And the question is how. I didn't conspire to leak Hillary's emails, and I have nothing <clears throat> to do with Russia. So yes. the fact is, <clears throat> it looks like I did both. Does it look like you did both? If I wasn't me, I would say yes, that's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I was part of the team running Obama's Facebook. We invented the way social media is used to communicate with voters. This is how they were going to do it. You know, they were supposed to go in. They were supposed to sway him because they were supposed to give up the goods to match the Russia hack. Why would they be running an IA operation that would be helping Trump win? Because that doesn't make sense when we know that General Jones is a Democrat and many of these people don't like Trump. So what gives? Well, because then we just make it look like Russia was running the Cambridge Analytica program, too. And it admits to it right here. I am headed to Washington, D.C. for my testimony for the Mueller investigation. I definitely didn't think that while we're sitting there counting votes that some of those votes were made by people who had seen fake news stories paid for by Russia on their Facebook page. So not only did they hack the DNC and the RNC, but nobody talks about that, right? Because we're only supposed to focus that Russia was hacking just the DNC, not the RNC. We keep forgetting about that. Because it was just information Brennan was gaining. They wanted to get access to servers. That's the way it goes. Anyway, Cambridge Analytica at the same time would be supposedly helping President Trump win. And the Russia collusion hoax would have stuck better because behind all those LLCs and the glitz and glamour, they would have had some statue of Vladimir Putin in a tutu waiting for you. Yeah, I worked at Cambridge Analytica while they had Facebook data sets. Went to Russia one time while I worked for Cambridge. I visited Julian Assange while I worked for Cambridge pitched the Trump campaign and wrote the first contract. I have an email from one of our senior data scientists that said that we were actually using Facebook-like data in our modeling. The methodology was considered a weapon, um, weapons-grade communications tactics. Well done, Britt. Looked quite tough, and you did okay with a winky face, little emoji. When we found out that Cambridge Analytica reached out to WikiLeaks and said, hey, can we help? What that means is we've got a Russian intelligence operation underway to illegally influence the U.S. election in Trump's favor. And we've got the data firm paid by the Trump campaign offering operational help to that effort. Are there any ties between Mr. Trump, you or your campaign and Putin and his regime? No, there are not. It's absurd. Uh, and, you know, there's no basis to it. Cambridge Analytica was used to create the appearance that Russia conducted influence operations to help Trump win the 2016 election. Stone, Manafort, Davis, McCain, Jones, all of these people have been doing this for 
to my knowledge, a decade of my personal fact witness knowledge. They've been doing this for a decade prior to Trump even running for office. I met with Roger Stone. We were at his table at a speaking engagement that he did in Clearwater, Florida. And I asked Roger Stone at that time, are you, you know, did you work with, uh, do you know Jim Jones? Or did you work with Dynology? And he acknowledged his relationship and his, yeah, sure. I did ask, I, I asked him flat out. I said, did, did you use the shadow net? He's, did you know about it? He's like, no. Stone, leaving the Trump campaign early on, suggests candidate Trump didn't want his campaign tied to Stone's influence operations. We really pioneered negative campaign advertising. Stone does have a reputation for political dirty tricks and influence operations. I revel in your hatred because if I weren't effective, you wouldn't hate me. Manafort and Roger Stone go way back, like from the 80s. You know, like, come on. These people have been through everything together. And, you know, this is why they targeted them. And this is why they went on Manafort for things that were like ancient. It's like, man, no, not even a statute of limitation, not anything. Come on, man. Seriously? Nope. Psy Group and Wikistrat's absolutely connected to the shadow net through the owners of the shadow net, through the fact that the Psy Group, through Paul Manafort, submitted a proposal to Trump's campaign. Now, Trump's campaign rejected the proposal. I love that man, right? That's why I keep voting for him. Because even when he's given the opportunity to do that, he rejected it. The Trump campaign must have known the Dems would try to use anything against them. Trump must have sensed that the offer for influence operations was a honey trap to set him up. Well, do you think that the reason they attached Manafort to Trump's campaign, because that was kind of later, right? Mm -hmm. They attached him onto there. Do you think it's because they were trying to frame up Trump? Yes, because they failed with their IIA attempt. Yeah, I definitely would say that Manafort was an asset. Whether or not he fully understood what his role was, you know, he might they might have lied to him about what his true what their true intentions were. I believe they fully intended to throw him under the bus because two things had to happen. They could not let Hillary win and they could not let Trump keep his seat. Right? So they were trying to kill two birds with one stone using Manafort to make sure that Hillary doesn't win through IIA, through Wikistrat, through his connections there. And then those same people turning around throwing him under the bus by somebody who had previously worked with Manafort and understood what he had been doing and what he was doing and used that to exploit him as a way to hurt Trump. Since their whole attempt to have him employ a company to help him win and use these psychological operations that the left was using, I mean, they're doing it, we should do it, and he didn't. And that's in the Mueller report. That's in the New York Times. There are several instances where he's rejected the opportunity to take advantage of influence of, of influence operations, be it IIA supported or just your standard run of the mill influence operations. Right. They've rejected that. And the thing is, people like Roger Stone aren't saints, but they're not demons either. They skirt the outs 
and they're great at what they do. And, you know, you either love him or not. It's like Brie Cheese. But the one thing that you can be sure of is that he sticks to his principles. And if he's your friend, especially if he's been your friend for 40 years, like he was with <laughs> President Trump, there's no way he's going to flip on you to save his butt ever. Because that's what honest people do. Yeah, he seems to know how the games in the swamp are played. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, he knows how they operate. He was actually framed by people that he worked with. I mean, that software was created, you know, by his friend that created the Magic Wheel software. It, like, implemented ShadowNet for the courts so they can, like, randomly have such specified, you know, out of millions of people that were in the pool, they were all, like, intelligence contractors and never Trumpers. Come on. So why wouldn't they just focus their efforts on running IA operations to get Hillary in office? Oh, they did. Are you kidding? They deployed everything from uh, censoring, shadow banning, to dismissals, to full-blown mockingbirds. I mean, that's where we saw the real face of the press. That is exactly where we saw it. Um, you know... I want all of you to know that that's true not only for the campaign, but if I am fortunate enough to be your president, I want you to know and I want you to tell anybody you know, any friends or colleagues at school or work or your neighborhood, whether you vote for me or vote against me. Polls. 98% chance Hillary Clinton wins. Like, what? Yeah. I mean, what? Those were bogus. Uh, everything. That out. was an IIA. That was hijacked your reality to think she's already won. So obviously she's the best. All the superstars coming out, how she's amazing, all these concerts, and all to divert you away from the fact that she couldn't walk, talk, climb stairs, say a word without checking out. Hillary Clinton is on stage right now as we speak, and she is coughing nonstop. Did she, like, chuck up a lung or something that one time? Yeah. That was super weird. <laughs> there is a, a, a definitely some context that needs to be understood in the relationship between General Jones, Obama, and Hillary Clinton. General Jones was originally offered by Obama the position of um, Secretary of State. He accepted his fam talked to his family, he accepted. And then two days later, without even telling him, which was kind of a jerk move to do, um, Obama turned around and tapped Hillary Clinton. And I know that Jones, Jim Jones, told me that his dad was really offended by that. And then he was offered and accepted the role, the position of national security advisor, but actually considered turning it down because he was so offended by what it he was so upset by what had happened. What would be the point of, like, making Hillary out of the equation to then get Trump in to then want to just impeach him? Well, because he wasn't their choice. These people hate Trump. He's a jackass. So we're talking about at the time, you know, John that would just McCain. make Pence in charge. Well, which Pence? <laughs> you think John McCain would have rather had Pence in charge? You think Lindsey Graham would rather have Pence? Lindsey Graham was so frustrated with Trump, Trump, he took his phone and smashed it on YouTube because Trump gave out his phone number. Trump drove that man crazy. Trump got in the way of the big game 
a contest between contractors and subcontractors over who gets first dibs on defense, security, and tech contracts. Mueller, since uh, I think it was like August of 2016, was well aware that I had in my possessions portions of the DNC mirrored server in February and March. Did you know that? did not know that either. They went as hard as they could. Stone, the same thing. They went with nothing. Like, look, Mueller called him in, right, for these emails and talking about WikiLeaks. When I had actual portions of the DNC, like even Mueller knew I had it. Why did Mueller never call me back when I went to him and told him about all this information and spoke for 15 minutes? Every one of these people are so corrupt. It's not even funny. The Swamp already knew in August of 2016 that the information was compromised by people. And they knew what type of people had access that information, but they didn't know who. Some people will say, well, maybe they're investigating. And how can you investigate it if you don't ever call me back? And you don't ever really, because there's a lot of things that I need to be able to explain to them that I can't say outside of a classified environment. So they're not even, if they are investigating it, they certainly aren't doing it with all the information. Stop. 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 We all know it was a fix. Did the DOJ outsource the Mueller investigation to CGI? Well, yes, they did. So I'll tell you what happened. So I actually, uh, for my listeners on air, I, I interviewed former attorney, acting attorney general Whitaker. I want to ask you something. You were chief of staff for um, Jeff Sessions. So there's obviously contracts that are signed, like, you know, how you hire vendors. I wanted to know why during the Mueller probe, we spent over $40 million in waste management to a Canadian company that works with Canadian intelligence. Yeah. Sounds like paper shredding. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, this is the thing we, we need watchdogs and something I did before I came to Washington DC was run a watchdog group that asked these types of questions and to make sure that, that like, you know, kind of, there's not, um, you know, waste, fraud, and abuse. So why is our Department of Justice outsourcing to Canadian intelligence companies access to the Mueller investigation? That definitely seems improper. Now, this Canadian company, how much were they paying? And were they paying them with tax dollars? We have to ask ourselves, why would we use federal tax dollars, an upwards of $40 million, to have them do paper shredding for Mueller? and administrative tasks and emptying garbage cans. That sounds like a leaking opportunity. That sounds like, why are we getting foreign nationals involved in an investigation that we're supposedly investigating the president, the sitting president of the United States? From CGI's involvement in the passport fiasco in 2008 to CGI involved in the Mueller investigation, we see how contractors have the ability to both perform and clean up their own dirty work. I think it's about time people understand what happened. And I've made it no secret that I know what happened. So Seth Rich worked for the DNC. He was asked, just like I, he was asked, hey, why don't you go image the DNC server right there since you're there for us so we can keep it safe. And he did so. And he uploaded it where he was told. So he uploaded it where he was supposed to. And there were a lot of me's that saw it. Me's meaning group of friends that I have where we sit and talk string theory and predictive analytics. 
on the undernet. <laughs> so we find this and it's like, whoa, treasure trove. Copied. And we fractioned it so that way we can download it because it was so massive. And that's what happened. So I'll tell you what happened to Seth Rich. So he did his job as he was asked. At the same time, the RNC was also hacked. Again, Brennan M.O., let's hack. And the hack was done on purpose, so you can delete information, insert information, and of course, with them putting Cambridge Analytica and sending them over to President Trump, which was a trap. Okay, that was a trap. Um, you clearly can see it. They hacked the RNC. You mean you had someone within the GOP do it for you because no one died there. And yes, some of those emails escaped because that is what was considered mitigation. You have to give them something really bad. And so when he saw that they had retroactively changed things, the stories and the rumors going in, seeing the Bernie Sanders elections were being stolen, the DNC was all about Hillary, not about real elections, that it was all rigged. He came in contact with a guy named Sean Lucas. But we did make contact with somebody from the Democratic National Committee's office, and they've been served. Democracy has prevailed today. So they decided, oh yeah, maybe we can get it out to someone else. And it was not to Julian Assange direct. And both of those guys are dead. In a bizarre twist of events on August 2nd, less than one month after serving the subpoena, Lucas was reported dead. Hillary's emails were still being examined. They had to get rid of the evidence. And the only way that they can access the whole DNC server is if there was a breach. And that's how you can go in and change things. This is why the FBI never asked for the server. That's the real story. So as Seth Rich thought that what he was doing was correct... Later on, he realized it was not. That's why there was such a big gap. They didn't need to find him. They needed to find out who had it. And they already knew that I myself had portions of the DNC server and others in March and February. Obama's lawyer for Seth Rich, three years later, says, you need to come and tell us about Seth Rich. I was like, I don't need to do anything. <laughs> I don't know who you're trying to, you're being subpoenaed. I can't bring you anything because you're three years too late. And for the record, usually they're going to be three minutes too late. You know, Hillary doesn't have a patent on hammers. <laughs> or city dumps. <laughs> or bleach bit. Or, 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 you know. Didn't CrowdStrike initially investigate the DNC server creating the whole Russia hacked the election yeah. scenario. When the uh, DNC hired us back in May, we actually came in and deployed our technology called Falcon on all the systems inside the corporate network. Who were these people that were actually doing the hacking of the DNC? There were two groups, two independently working groups that we associate with Russian intelligence agencies. One of them we associate with GRU, the primary military intelligence agency in Russia. CrowdStrike, owned by that Al guy who is a senior advisor on the Atlanta Council. When President Trump called up the Ukrainian president, what did he ask him for? The, the, the crowd strike servers, right? Again, all immediate direct colleagues like the brown bag lunch at this big, you know, uh, star chamber that <laughs> you could imagine existing there. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. President. They're all there. Yeah. Just like, what can we do? Orange man bad. 
what is just statistical odds of that six degrees of Kevin Bacon existing on virtually everybody connected to the Russian dossier and the impeachment? The only other person that directly connected to both of them is President Trump, and he's on the receiving end of it. But yet you never hear this man's name. So, okay, guys. So, sorry. I was actually on a phone call, um, just um, putting some things together. Um, so, as you can see, a lot of you were asking questions like, what can we do to stop this? How do we get them arrested? Now, Shadowgate was, you know, based on it was it was kicked off by a political arrest. And you're going to see that pan out because um, this is what they're all upset about. Okay. You're going to see that pan out in the public eye because it has to. Uh, but what it's done is it's caused serious unrest with that face that you see, General Jones, and many, many more. Um, these The rest that you're going to see are going to be roundups of actually social media personas. You're going to see that. Give it, I would say, 10 to 15 days. You're going to see a few of them, and I'll make sure that you see it if they want to cover it up. I will make sure that you see it. Um, so you're going to see that happen. Those little people leave a paper trail. You remember how they spy on people or how they get FISA warrants. They get one warrant on one person, and they look into stuff, and then another. So, for example, for those that got unsolicited email, that's now with FBI cybercrime. So how did they get your emails? It's going to lead back to how they got your emails, right? This is why I've urged everyone that got any unsolicited email with junk and phishing links, you know, talking smack either about Millie because the Millie, Millie's fans have been getting it um, and uh, followers and listeners of mine have been getting it. So the question is, who got your email and how did they get your email? Do you see what I'm saying? So these FBI cyber complaints have already been filed. Um, cyber complaints has been, have been filed for other things too, uh, because these people have actually stolen information and they are going to get caught. This is why I'm telling you that there's going to be a big shuffle. When those small media personas and those that are linked to terrorist organizations start to go down, right? Yeah, if you got an email, you need to go on the website, the FBI website, and report it and say you got an unsolicited email with phishing links from this email address that was sending private identifying information and talking about, you know, uh, victims of crimes. That's all you're getting because they were describing the crimes that we've been victim of. Um, so you need to make sure that you file that file it, get the FBI involved. They will leave no stone unturned. This is not going to go away. And this will lead back to more people and more people. Exactly. Good. Turn it over. Yes. And it, yes. And that's what you need to do. That, that, that email that sent it to you, file it with the FBI. They got your email from somewhere. So we need to find out from where I already know where they got it from. And I already know. So, this is what you need to focus on. They can get caught because they're that desperate that they've committed crimes thinking, well, these are nobody. This is why they're attacking Millie Weaver to give back her fund for her defense for this political, uh, you know, arrest um, because it was linked to that. It's just what are the odds? Like I said, on the day that I believe there was um, there was a, there was a an attempt on my life. I called the police. 
I also got served for Seth Rich. That's so insane. I mean, you can't even make that shit up. So they all, they do that stuff because they want to push off cliff. So remember, you get an email unsolicited, file it with the FBI, let, tell them they've sent me this email and they were sending a lot of stuff, telecommunications harassment. You don't even have to get into the details. Say there was telecommunication harassment against, you know, um, minors and, and non from this email address. It was unsolicited. I don't know where it came from. That's all you have to file. File it with the FBI. Let the FBI do their job because that is what we need. So, um, um, emails were sent out in regards to Bergie emails were sent out in regards to Millie emails were sent out in regards to me, you know, cause we have that, you know, Akbar terrorist stolen valor. This is your page. And it's like, dude, I just made one for Defango. If I want to, I can make one for you. So should I go around saying you have stolen valor? Go fuck yourself. So these are the things that they're doing because they're trying to resonate on lower frequencies. But see, like I said, low hanging fruit, Bergie put it out. Thanks a lot for showing us where to go. Cause you always have to follow the ant back to the anthill because once you do that, you get the big cojona, you get the queen bee. So please, File away and, you know, you get anything unsolicited, you throw it out there and say, how'd you get my email? Did you steal my emails? Where'd you hack it? So that's all you have to do. Let the law do the talking, not the the rumors, not the sensationalism, not the fake Christianity, not that, you know, all you have to do is file it with the FBI. All of you file it with the FBI, no matter where it came from, file it, file it. Is this how we catch him? You see that guy, Jones? You know that today, so great, while we were on the show, um, Millie Weaver um, had a conversation publicly with Akbar, and he admitted that he worked on McCain's Tea Party. Do you know who ran it? You know who the IT guy was for that? Answer that. Let me see if anybody in the chat can answer that. Who was the IT guy for McCain's campaign? Do you guys know? No, the IT guy. Do you know who the IT guy was? Anybody? I'm looking. Yes, it was Bergie. Bergie was the IT guy. Do you see how Ali ties into this? Bergie was the IT guy. Who was Bergie working for this fucker right here? General Jones. You get what I'm saying? General Jones. Bergie was the IT guy. We know exactly who these people are. That's what I'm talking about. He admitted it himself. We got him busted recorded and busted see because if you listen long enough people tell you exactly what they want should we file with state level fbi or go directly to hq okay if you get any emails you go to the um fbi website hold on let me see i'm i just finished my complaint earlier today i have that website still in my in my history so you go to the fbi um it's uh let me post it in all the chats where you could do it and they'll ask you, like, what's the email address? I mean, I had tons to say, and I put very little. So here's the website you go to. I'm posting it in DLive and on Twitch right now. All right. So this is where we use the law. Remember, what do we do? Do we get angry? Yes. How do we, what do we, how do we fix things? We fix things by letting, by using the tools we have available to us. So yes, Bergie was the IT director for the McCain campaign. That, that, when I say we have the receipts, when I say we have the receipts, I'm not talking out my ass. So, um, this is going to be fun. 
This is going to be a lot of fun. So this is how you fight back. You get on there and you're like, I got an unsolicited email targeting an individual. This is telecommunications harassment, exposing the identity of a minor victim. You could just put that. This is the email that sent me a bunch of phishing links as well. And they'll start investigating. They will pull their whole freaking email, find their device, find everyone that enjoyed it. And that's it. Um, yeah, they do. You can choose. Um, you can choose that you're in another country. You don't have to say a lot. It's a simple statement. I received an unsolicited email from this email address. It was targeted telecommunications harassment um, and against adults and minors exposing the identity of a minor victim. Um, and that's all you have to do. And they're fucked. So, uh, yeah, I can, I can, um, I can, I can do that while we watch this. But I just wanted to say, so General Jones, this face that you see in front of you, owns almost everyone in the media, owns all the, 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 the social media personas. Remember the rape Melania sign? Yeah, that guy did it. The guy that you're watching right now. So all of these people have already come out against, um, yeah, you could do text as well. All the, you, you can send them like the number. And if it was a private number, you can tell them it came from a private number. You got it at this time. This was my phone number. Um, and they'll do it. So uh, hold on. So let me just tell you. So this, this man right here, right, is responsible for all the internet, interactive internet activities you see from social media to slander campaigns, to gang stalking, to making you put squares and circles and freaking whatever next to your name and X's. These are all ideas. This is how they hijacked you to go buy toilet paper. So Bergie was the one that worked on that campaign. And we finally got Akbar. You're going to hear that real good. I mean, how the heck did he get so close to the president? Like, what's going on? But, you know, Jones is a puppet master for marionettes on a local level. This guy is so rich. You know, people don't even talk about how rich these fuckers are. They take your tax money and they make millions and then they subcontract to their buddy or one of their other shell companies making even, you know, money and money and money and money. So, um, yeah, so they pay all these losers. You're going to see all of them are going to flip, but you know what we're going to do? Shadowgate 2 is going to drop all their pants down now. We're going to demonstrate how they did this IIA hack. We got my lawyer rallied up. We've got other people rallied up. We're going to have them all out. We knew this was coming. We just didn't expect that they would use children and fake shit and commit crimes like they actually committed crimes. So... You know, that makes it easier for us, thank God, because, you know, everything comes to light soon. Um, so these generals run the show. And what you see in front of you, the fake news, the pushing of the tweets, the follow back, you know, that's like, you know, um, how they congest our feed, right? Um, it's Operation Gridlock, so you can't see things on Twitter. Uh the the um, spying, they're all responsible for it because they have that access. Um, so that was a hiatus. While you watch this, I'll type that up. General Jones, that's the guy that heads up Clearforce. That's the guy that took ShadowNet and made it what it is. That's the guy that resold, reinvented ShadowNet to create the magic wheel at the D.C. courts to make sure that they get the most compromised juries, you know, put together for anyone that they didn't want. When General Jones was uh, tapped as um, the 
chairman of the board of Atlanta council by to replace Huntsman, John Huntsman. One of the first orders of business that uh, he did with the Atlanta council was to create a partnership with Facebook, right? That happened a month after Mark Zuckerberg sat in front of Congress. Yes. I mean, they, they did not want their information to be sold to Cambridge Analytica by a developer. And, and that happened and it happened on our watch. So even though we didn't do it, I think we have a responsibility to be able to prevent that and be able to take action sooner. So as a month after they do that, Facebook partners with General Jones at the Atlantic Council to restore election integrity worldwide, right? So the best out of 7 billion people on the planet, Mark Zuckerberg picks the owner of the shadow net. President Donald Trump and Mike Pence both ran ads on Facebook that uh, included a symbol of an upside down red triangle. Facebook today removed the ads Facebook has taken action against what it calls harmful misinformation from President Trump. The company deleted a post by the president that included a false statement. To restore election integrity worldwide, we all know that he was connected, directly connected to Cambridge Analytica through Cygroup and Wikistrat. So essentially what they did was they partnered with Cambridge Analytica again. This also explains why Facebook went to Atlantic Council, a.k.a. Jones to fix the Cambridge Analytica problem. They needed to cover their IIA tracks. What you've seen with the recent riots surrounding Mm -hmm. George Floyd's death, Mm -hmm. from your perspective, does that look like an IIA operation? Absolutely. Nothing feels natural about what's going on. More stuff is fake and fabricated right now in the news than what's actually real. When I say fake or fabricated, I I mean like, okay, you have the truth and it's being represented to you with a very specific slant. It's so far beyond, you know, a couple, you know, Russia making a couple, spending some money on some Facebook ads, right? If you believe that, then they've already won. So that's how it works. It's like the movie Wag the Dog, quite literally. Oh, you know, movies tell a lot of stories and, um, it's almost, it's almost as if they're making fun of us. They made fun of Alex Jones when he used to point out all these false flags. I mean, I guess that's just the term he was using, but if you actually look what he was pointing out in a lot of instances was IIA operations. Jane, what more can you tell us about the Salomon Brothers building and its collapsing and its collapsing and its collapse? As you can see behind me, the uh, Trade Center appears to be still burning. We are getting information now that one of the other... So the building hadn't collapsed, but they were talking about it. Do you see it? Did you see that? Buildings, building seven in the World Trade Center complex is on fire and has either collapsed or is collapsing. Well... But he didn't know the term IIA, so it would be easier for people to understand someone's hacking your reality. Because now in this day and age of computing, that makes more sense to people. They understand it more. Oh, hack my reality. You mean change the way I see things. And that is exactly what an IIA is. It's just that it's software churning out, oh, you need to do this to get this outcome. Kind of like using that shadow net 
in the DC courts and saying, Oh, prosecutor, you want him to go to jail and you want a guilty verdict? Well, we're going to have to pool it out. And then when a pool of jury people come, all of them are potential to give you a guilty verdict. So then you pick from all the people that will give you a guilty verdict. <laughs> so there's no chance that That's you'll win. And even so Matt bad. Whitaker said that on my, on my show. He said the judges are corrupt. That's a major problem for the justice system. If people are able to use that technology in jury selection to be able to predict who's going to, you know, throw their vote a certain way. Is anyone stopping them? That's a major problem right there. It is. And Roger Stone with this commutation will solve it because this is where it all comes to the surface. How do you think your jury pool was selected? Well, obviously, I don't know. I do know that based on the statistics on the District of Columbia, that that the statistical improbability of my jury having a single Republican should be impossible. The statistical impossibility of my jury having a single military veteran should be impossible. The statistical possibility of my jury having no jurors with less than a college education is impossible. Uh, But that was the case. Well, what if I told you, Roger, that your jury was uh, actually selected? The jury pool, the grander jury pool, right? Before the voir dire, as they say, where you kind of select and approve and deny, right? The, The majority of it was actually plugged into a program. But see, this program wanted to select a jury pool that would get you a guilty verdict no matter what. Hence, the odds, like you say, are so far-fetched. So the question is, who was the company, who was the vendor that was used to select your greater pool for the jury? And if your, you know, lawyer was to able to uh, able to find that or ask that question, I would not be surprised if you see the name General Hayden hop up. I do think it might strengthen my uh, the possibility of my appeal. Should that become necessary? I will never plead guilty to something I didn't do. Uh, It's a matter that does require some research, and I appreciate you bringing it up. That's amazing. It's like minority report in real time today. Clear forces, kind of like what they built. It's it's the next iteration of the shadow net. They took the cycle. They they took the the profile. Uh, personas and profile capabilities. They added real-time criminal background, travel, financial, medical, added all these things in to create predictive behavioral profiles that determine whether or not you're likely to steal or leak. Clearforce actually sells this to HR, right? So you could actually go into a job, apply for it, not get a job because an application with an algorithm designed by Obama's national security advisor and or Obama's CIA director determined that you were predictively likely to steal or leak in some minority report like fashion. And you may never ever steal or leak, but you might lose a job because something read all your posts and looked at your information and determined that. Think about it. If people knew just how bad it is, Think about how many things he's changing and how much money they're taking. I mean, think of all the money they're going to lose in contracting. He's stopped the clearances. Remember, once you're out, now we pull your clearance. He did that, remember? So now all the future generals or all the future intelligence community persons don't get to use their clearance. If you're out, it's finished. 
you guys were paying me as taxpayers were paying me as the information insurance security officer to protect our national security. So y'all should want to get to the bottom of this as much as anybody, as much as I do. But it's very personal to me. I won't deny that. When you have your trying to usurp your president by penning in an anonymous letter to the New York Times, that's a big problem. This is the biggest and boldest move towards the ultimate surveillance state ever made, and it's near completion. Micromanaging this technology on a global scale would require integrating it with artificial intelligence. Imagine artificial intelligence autonomously operating the ShadowNet and ClearForce. Interpol's 2019 publication, Artificial Intelligence and Robotics for Law Enforcement, reveals we are already there. Quote, although films such as Minority Report and Robocop may not present the most attractive depiction of the future of advanced technologies in law enforcement, understanding how these technologies can be applied by law enforcement agencies for the safety and security of our global community is of critical importance. Keep a safe distance of six feet from others. Short from a major PR rollout, there is an international push for autonomous law enforcement to remove the human factor. Several features of the Interpol program indicate that they are using an iteration of ShadowNet and ClearForce technology. This March 2017 United States patent issued to Jim Jones III and ClearForce spells it out. Quote, systems and methods for electronically monitoring humans to determine potential risk. Several diagrams in this patent look identical to the dashboard layout of the ShadowNet. The patent mentions integration with U.S. and international databases, local law enforcement, and individual state databases all fed into international justice and public safety networks. Full integration of all data, including the Internet of Things, is the objective. A March 2020 Atlantic Council policy primer, AI, Society, and Governance, references the 2019 Interpol publication stating, quote, the United Nations Interregional Crime and Justice Research Institute and the International Criminal Police Organization are leading the conversation on autonomous patrol robots, tracking and tracing systems, forecasting tools, predictive policing, and more. The next iteration of the ShadowNet and ClearForce is ready to go. Integration with AI, robots, and the replacement of traditional law enforcement is just around the corner. Given that leftist organizations managed by Momentum, which is behind the defund the police movement, and given that Momentum has been connected to IIA operations, the case can be made that Jones and Co. are running the defund the police influence operation simply because they are in a position to benefit by offering an alternative solution that is already in line with the Green New Deal agenda. We've already seen some of this rolled out with the technocratic response to COVID-19, with autonomous drones, contact tracing apps, nanotech vaccines, and predictive modeling for social distancing and economic shutdowns. Furthermore, this technology is behind the push for police abolition, defunding law enforcement, and replacing it with smart justice, given we have seen IIA ShadowNet technology implemented by the Socialist Democrats and Sunrise Movement, who are using it to push for police abolition. This political movement is deeply connected to the UN, who is part 
partnered with Interpol to corral us into the artificial intelligence and robotics for law enforcement direction. All right. So before we get to some of the questions that you guys might have, I want to um, I want to remind you, I'm going to play a little song while I get a video that you need to see lined up. I want to remind you that I told you that a lot of people have imaginations and the imagination is a good thing and a bad thing. The bad thing is, is that it's expectations, right? Expectations. So it's kind of like um, women, right? Uh, you know, when you're a teenager, you would think, you know, for boys that watch porn, right? Uh, boys that watch porn have unrealistic expectations of what sex is, right? Um, your fantasy, because you think you know something, and then a lot of people jump on the bandwagon. So let's pretend like Deep Throat, right? Everyone had an expectation. Like, what if Deep Throat was Peter Linklage? What if it was like some small guy, you know, that, you know, loved to wear tutus and had nail polish, but he was Deep Throat? You know, you would be disappointed, right? You'd be like, damn, I don't want to see your face again. I just want to read your stuff or listen to you, right? Unrealistic expectations. And I've always said from the very beginning, being on air, you know, um, everybody tells you exactly who you are if you're actually listening. We don't listen anymore. So let's go to this short clip right now. That'll kind of blow your mind a little bit. Oh, let me unmute this. This is Private First Class Patrick Berge. He was recently one of two insiders to come forward in a documentary that is taking the internet by storm. This documentary is known as Shadowgate. Shadowgate details out an artificial intelligence that is being used to manipulate all of mankind. In the past, these type of operations were conducted by real people in shady groups within our government. This document, published by The Intercept in 2015, talks about a few of the capabilities of these types of programs. They upload videos to YouTube with persuasive communications to discredit and promote distrust. They create Facebook groups, forums, blogs, and Twitter accounts to influence and monitor discussions on a topic. They create aliases and online personalities who support these discussions. They can send you messages from a fake person online or even mimic someone you know. If they can do this, our friends online, even really our friends, or our enemies online, disguised as our friends. The mere fact that these type of operations go on is scary enough. But Patrick Berge and his team helped take it to the next level. They built a software that utilizes artificial intelligence to automate 
every single one of these tasks. This artificial intelligence has access to the most intimate details of our lives. It can leverage our text messages, our browsing history, our social media posts, friends, messages, likes, and follows. It can even access our financial records and all of our medical records. This data is then analyzed by the program and used to form a behavioral profile of every man, woman, and child in the world. The software then takes all of that data, crunches it together, and determines the best way to manipulate us. This manipulation can be used to get you to say, think, or do anything they want. Who is they? Well, according to Patrick Berge, this software is available to everyone. If you haven't seen the movie Shadowgate, I recommend you go watch it after watching this video. I've done my best to describe this artificial intelligence to you, but it is actually capable of so much more. If you go watch this documentary, I think you will have a good understanding of exactly what we are dealing with. Now, prior to this documentary, on January 25th, 2020, me, Cosmic Clearance, and Reach Echo Voice on Twitter interviewed Patrick Berge. After watching this documentary, we went back through our footage and found some clips that we think have some valuable information to bring to this story. And these clips are bombshells. It feels like it's even stronger than the atomic bomb. It's like a digital atomic bomb, the greatest, possibly the greatest weapon, mm -hmm. mass destruction in the history of mankind. And it's covert. Mm -hmm. Don't even know that you're missing the tools yeah. that you need to make the decision. Planet will be completely habitable. But you could literally... Um, uh, there are well-known, well-renowned -re scholars that believe that that believe that this technology is uh, has the potential of, of destroying humanity as we know it. You can influence entire continent. You can move uh, mass migrations of people. So we know that they're manipulating the search engines, algorithms, timelines, feeds, etc. But can you confirm if they're able to control feelings, moods, or thoughts? Oh, absolutely. They're, they, their own tests have acknowledged that. So, wow. yeah, they can, they can alter the outcome of an election. They've already verified that. And they, they did it in very simple ways, right? Um, IIA, the stuff that we worked on, is not just a bunch of, of random fabricated personas, right? Uh, they're not bots. They are, they are complex, detailed um, personas uh, that are finely tuned to be able to almost make it impossible to tell that it's uh, not a... Well, it's a real person, uh, but it's uh, uh, part of, a, of, of an active influence operation. Right? I've gone to Mueller. I've done all this stuff, right? I basically pioneered the same 
social media psychological warfare capabilities that we indicted the Russians for. So Jung gets Jung has uh, some very interesting uh, uh, arguments on man's persona, right, and man's shadow, like they're tied together. The shadow net is basically designed to hack man's shadow. How do we protect against that? Is there a way? Um, just knowledge, understanding. Uh, okay. There is not a way. People are easy to manipulate. If you have the ability to sort out the ones that are subjectable, right? So I get people all the time saying, oh, you couldn't do that. You couldn't uh, convince me to do something or change my... And you're probably right. But if I scan a million of you, I'm going to find some, right? Right. Uh, and if I can get a detailed enough um, understanding of the of the target, then I can manipulate it. So maybe you can't. Maybe you're right, uh, at least on a particular situation. But I bet you there's a situation that would come up that if I tried to, if I built these profiles and I did select you as a target, you'd be a target for one of them. And it might just be setting someone else to do something else. Like I could use, I could befriend you on social media because I want your, because I'm actually, my target's actually one of your friends, maybe two relationships over. You see what I mean? Right. So we use these fake personas and such to be able to get to where we're going. Uh, but, you know, think about it. Same time they, the same time they removed psyoping. Uh, of the of, of Americans with the Smith Month modification in 2012, the very next year, Obama phones went from free Obama phones for text messaging to they included um, internet access on yeah. the Obama phones, right? And that's like one, two, three. It happens. Mm -hmm. uh, the Smith Month Smith Month modification uh, release of that, and then the ability to. And think about what, what information, what data the government has on every Obama phone. Because think about all of the information. You think that's a free phone? Nothing's free, baby. You are <laughs> giving up a lot of information. And now, how hard would it be for someone like Jones, who has who could potentially, he was Obama's national security advisor, could potentially have access to every Obama phone. Right. right. And... Could that be used to turn African Americans against President Trump? Yep. Absolutely, yes. without a doubt. What about the school shooting thing? Uh, you said could that, that be used to trigger someone to shoot up a school? Absolutely. Now, is that the type of world that we want to live in? A world where every evil organization you can think of has access to a technology that can cause children to go and shoot up their own schools. Well, according to Patrick Berge, that's the type of world we live in.
Is this technology responsible for the caravans? The explosion of Black Lives Matter? What about all the school shootings in the past? How many things is this technology influencing in this movie that we're living in? Well, given that this technology is available to anyone who wants it, I would say the answer to that question is everything. So that was an awesome clip uh, that was put together. But like I said, a lot of people would get pissed off when they realize that it's not some, you know, (laughs) wizard, pumped up muscle guy, that it's just a person that walked within the shadows, did a lot of shitty shit in regards to energy, right? And was ticked off. And, And that goes back to things that I did from a younger age could have, you know, it was really, really important. And I think, uh, faith is, is, is the most important that we need to have. So, um, I've put a link in both Twitch and D live of that YouTube video. And, you know, what can we do? The one thing, like I said, you know, for like the email stuff about Millie, I mean, these people actually sent porn, child porn to a fucking prosecutor's office. This is how bold they are. (laughs) But you, if people are listening, we've already told you who we are. And so as it comes, as it comes, we're always steps ahead. And that's what's important. Regardless, yes, it is a crime. Crimes are committed. You getting an unsolicited email with telecommunications harassment is actually a crime. And when it crosses federal, you know, state board borders or now even in Canada, it's considered an international or federal crime. This is really fucked up. They fucked up. And that's exactly it. Someone said on a question that I saw, well, if you guys know IIA so good, why don't you IIA them? Who says we didn't? This is why they committed crimes. So that's the thing. You put it out there. Obviously, I'm going to say it wasn't expected to the level (laughs) that it went. But it showed where the chips fall, you know, when they have to pick a side. And that's what you have to. You have to pick a side. These people shouldn't be able. They should not be able to walk out on the street, tweet, talk, give interviews, nothing without you being right there and saying, you're a piece of shit. You hate America. Go fuck yourself. All of them should have that. Every single one of them. That's my bad side coming out because I want to do that. I'm actually quite calm. Okay. But I've told you from day one, I dabble in some fancy ass math and I've got a quantum computer between those six inches between my ears. And there has been nothing except for Andrew Yang, but I don't know, man. The thing is, all these personas, when you see someone being so blatant, call them out. Don't sit there. Tell them their tools. Shift speaks. Fuck you, Shift. You diddle with kids. Fuck you, Shift. You rent prostitutes just like your buddy Ed Buck and killed them. There's videos. Fuck you, Shift. Pelosi, you robbed us blind with the with Visa IPOs. Hey, 
clown. Why are you tweeting about stuff? Why do you have folders on people? Why are you gang stalking? That's not how I want my country to go. You shouldn't have people behind you. You should be hung by your toes in the town square and people should be pissing on you. That's what you're worth. That's what we should be doing. We should be reclaiming our time. (laughs) We should be saying we don't want this. Okay? We don't want this. But like I said, we... You know, everyone's like, did you IIA them? Obviously we did. And so that's where the booyah, because I remember someone, you can't sigh up me, bitch. First thing I said was I made you my bitch and left it there. I cried. It hurt me. It pained me because I can't protect my children from being exposed and harassed. Ha. But. Because I didn't expect them to be allowed to do that. I didn't expect them to be applauded to do that. I didn't expect all those secret DMs with other people talking about that. See, from the people that built the systems they use means that they have the ability to penetrate those systems that they use. And that's just uh, hmm, right there. So you can hurt someone. And boy, have they hurt Millie, guys. Like they really got super wind, super wind of it, super hard. I mean, I felt so bad. Yeah, can't turn tricks to a hooker. I said that a lot of times. <laughs> you can't. It's like, right? So I feel bad. They, they have, you know, so much. And, you know, a lot of people talk about Alex Jones. <laughs> what if I told you we know who built his? Let me leave it at this. There's always a receipt. And one thing I say is they pull their own pants down and follow the money. So following the money gives us everything we need. The people that matter know this. Now, for those of you that have seen this, that have understood this, you get it. And that's where you should be holding that torch of truth. Because now it's going to be our turn. And someone said ETA on Shadowgate 2. Let's just say it'll be less than a fortnight. Because we got election in 66 days. We got to get this out. And we're going to be ruining some super careers uh, with it. You know, people that are running. Because remember how they got the steel dossier. He had to put it out in the ether. Circular reporting. You think Shadowgate 1 was globally banned because what? Why was it banned? It was called hate speech. Hate speech against all these fuckers that run the world and seem to think that they could put their fingers on people enough and crush them. But when you have been crushed, mm, that's where you go. When they push you down, all you have to do is kneel, right? Don't mistake that for kneeling to them. It's in prayer, and that's the key here. So... Um, on that note, let me just see if there's any other questions. Uh, was AJ insinuating yesterday that comment uh, with that comment about Millie's cryptic comments? People can insinuate all they want. People are actually going to go to jail. Like I said, these were actual crimes, low hanging fruit. And Akbar and his Al Jazeera Qatari connection should be coming soon to a theater near you because I want to know how he got close to the president. So, I'm just saying, let's see, any other, 
any questions? Envelopes. We can't talk about that yet. <laughs> I'm just going to say I knew something was up with me in 2017 when Pence, okay, I'm telling you this, Pence flew out without telling the president to Minot, North Dakota. So that should tell you everything you need to know. Okay. Everything you need to know. So when people are going to start shit talking, and I know it sounds so bad, so cocky. Oh, I eat people like you for lunch, but I do because I can't tell people what I've done. I can't talk about it. Can't say it because people like me really don't exist. So yeah, I know he went on a Saturday and walked in a felon. Come on guys. It doesn't matter. Whatever. We're just going to leave it at that. Nobody gives a shit. Don't even pay him attention. He talks. Just tell him to go fuck himself. That's that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Uh, mission accomplished. We just needed them to commit that crime. They overstepped that boundary. That was it. Um, you know, I already filed the police report against Caitlin Bennett at the Cleveland Police Department. It's already in a prosecutor's hand against Alex Jones for promoting that against, you know, Ali Akbar as well, because they they telecommunication harassed a minor. Period. So that was step number one. Then they took it to the next level because we weren't really biting. And they they thought, oh, I'm going to tell you. Let me tell you something. What do these guys have in regards to commentary? I mean, they're genetically superior. You know, you want to play that video again? I do. Hold on. Let's play that video. That That's a really fun video. I think that's one of my favorite videos ever compiled. Um, let's see. Where is it? Let's watch it. It's a good laugh. So it said, should we unfollow Tori? Uh, yeah. She's clear. Yeah. You totally have to listen to Akbar. Hold on. Let's watch this video. This is totally fun. Okay. Ready? Should we totally? So it said, should we unfollow Tori? Uh, yeah. She's clearly a, a leftist plant. She's a disinformation <laughs> agent sent here. To corrupt Q into attacking the president. That's it. They have targeted me with. Uh, so I'm there to attack Q and the president. The reason I got fucked, loser, was because I support the president. Q, what makes you an expert on quantum? <laughs> yeah, okay. He says, my speech is horrible. Should I start using intricate language so nobody can understand me? Should I just be explaining it? You know how when a doctor sits there and they just give you diagnosis and you're just like, what the fuck was that? Can you, you know, bring it to English? But this guy thinks that he has a vocabulary that's massive. Bitch, I speak more than seven languages. Uh, death threats? Uh, harassment by a botnet. I'm still making my way through that document documentary documentary. He can't make his way through it because it's too big of an idea for him to even fathom. And he can't debunk it because it's all there. But, you know, he's a smart guy. A guy that has been found to extort Tea Party conservatives. A guy that thought that his little Chan board with all his blackmail was safe. You know, just like they can p create personas to be your friends. Uh, um, just saying this is what's fun. This is what's fun. He's using a page that I, that's not mine. That could be created by anyone and making outlandish claims. He looks like a fucking idiot. He's like, well, this was filed there. Nobody gives a shit. I could file anything I want in a civil suit. I can, I can photocopy your underwear and submit it as evidence. 
Okay. I can, I can sit down there and put a serial killer letter and claim it's yours in a civil suit. Nobody gives a fuck. This is what, if people actually knew, well, this guy's a genius, of course, right? This is, this is where we have fun because he just, they just committed crimes and everything's been filed. He copies everyone. He sits there and thumps his contacts. Why are you thumping and working off of other people's clout? You ain't got shit. You don't have shit. I don't need to say, oh, look, I'm friends with this person or I know this person. I have my own legs and they're shadowy and shady because I was the blackest hat out there, but I still have my own legs. Uh, and I got to tell you, it's got real satanic energy. So Tori is one of these people who just searches the internet all day. And right. I search the internet. I tell you about shit way before it happens. Cause I just searched the internet. Okay. What happens when you search the internet all day and you're not, you don't, you're not a Christian. You don't have the ability to use discernment. Right. Because Christians always say, Hey, look, let me show you this little kid. It was victim of a crime. That's totally, you know, private. And Oh my gosh, your husband is a piece of shit. Oh my gosh. You didn't steal any money, but apparently according to this lawsuit, you might've transferred $20 for stuff that you were staging. I didn't read the case. I'm just taking talking points from a fat bitch sitting in a trailer that was paid by the attorney general of North Dakota. See, he just helped me take the whole freaking house down. That's what he did. This really smart guy that's genetically superior and a total Christian. Or you don't have the ability to just be objective while you collect all the information. You think you've collected all the information. So I can see how someone internet searching for four hours, five hours, this is the guy that was saying, pardon Roger Stone. This is the guy that was saying, pardon Michael Flynn. This is the guy that was saying that it, Mueller investigation is necessary so we could clear the air. This is the guy that knows shit. This is the guy that tells you that he's just, I'm on a righteous movement and I need to expose them because what? You need to expose that they've been victims of crime. You need to expose what? Why? Oh, because your boss is paying you to do it. Oh, they, I don't work for any of them. Never worked for any of them. I don't know these people. But you just said you worked on the McCain campaign and Berkey was the IT guy. <sighs> kind of makes you a liar. Would experience fatigue and then get very, very confused. <clears throat> but that's not the case. That's not the case. I'm okay with a Christian monarchy and getting rid of advertising. Yeah, Christian monarchy and getting rid of advertising. The f who the fuck? I don't know. I know he has sock puppet accounts and he even brainwashes people. Hey, if you follow me, put an orange square and all of these mindless rows. If you look at the accounts, these are people that are completely retarded. Some of them are actually following him just to collect more information because everybody knows who he is. Someone said Christian monarchy leads to more war. Great way to kill the American experiment and dream. See, look, these Tory trolls, they're anti-Christian. Oh, my gosh. See, everyone's a Tory troll when you question him. He just bans people. He wants to be in his own echo chamber, and he thinks he's popular because he took pictures. I want to know who the fuck let this guy near our president. Hello? And why am I giving him time? He wants to be famous. We should make sure there's a lot of eyes on him when he's, you know, taking, you know, when they find out where his money's really coming from. They're anti-God. They're anti-Trump. I am the reckoning. 
This could sound like an ego to a lot of people who aren't familiar with my record. Right? But this is what I do for a living. Damn. I don't work. It's a ministry. So Cambridge Analytica. He doesn't work, but he drinks beers and stuff and flies around with no job, right? Leaves from state to state, leeches on to Alex Jones. A couple of days, and I'll tell you what, this is how I'm going to tell you how we knew he was coming. You want to hear it? So a couple of days before, or was it the day before Shadowgate was, you know, we were ready to go. We wanted to do it on a Wednesday, on a Monday. You guys know that. I was like, it's coming, it's coming. So on Friday, when it was actually done and sent off, I, I remember either on that morning on the phone call or the day before, I said, holy shit, did Alex Jones just have that crazy Akbar dude on his show? And they were like, oh, man, dude, General Jones is mitigating already. Did you tell Alex everything that's in there? Like, well, he knows from the videos on this and this. I'm like, damn, they already started the mitigation. Check that just so you can see that he was there before, before um, the movie was released. Uh, is a company that Bob Mercer owned. Bob Mercer has given me money in the past to conduct um you know, certain political operations that were my idea. Political operations like hit jobs, like that loser Defango who gang Isaac Cappy into full depression so people can't see he was murdered, but they just assume he committed suicide. You mean those kind of operations? Or was it collecting information for the Muslim Brotherhood? I'm confused. Can you elaborate? Ideas, not his ideas. So the Cambridge Analytica stuff is, I, it's just so patently fake that it's stupid. Oh, because he understands Cambridge Analytica. He knows the dynamics behind it. He knows everything. He was the first one to throw Bannon under the bus and say, fuck you, Bannon. Now he's on the, hey, Bannon may be innocent train, you know, because he just says things. Did you see his latest tweet today? That was pretty cray cray, right? Did you see how he threw the president under the bus saying, hey, you haven't, you should have listened to me. Like, who the fuck are you for him to listen to you again? I'm sorry. He sent, uh, um, um, what was it? Uh, a tweet. He put a tweet out with color coding of Gavin Newsom and he was panding it. Did you guys see that? Um, tweet? that was so insane. So insane. I was like, dude, he just told you he's a leftist plant. Like who can't see this? Like, how do you not see this? You can't not see this. I'm trying to find the damn screenshot from my Anons here where he um, put it out there. It was like the color coordinated. Gosh, darn it. It was like so long ago that I freaking shared that. That was so insane. I saw it and I was like, oh my God, he sat there. Yeah. He said, Gavin Newsom took the same suggestion. I gave the white house. We'll link later. Predictability keeps businesses around color coded, give numerical benchmark. White house could have done this more correctly and reopened America. Governors would be responding to actual science. So he just fucking buried the president. Talking about color-coordinated things, because this is where we're going to have fun. That's what's up. I know. Who the fuck let this guy next to the president? So he tweeted that shit out with color-coded shit. What have I told you about the color-coding? All of you are finding it. You're seeing all these big names talking about it. You know, yeah, don't forget, Akbar went after Mindy Robinson, too. That's right. So you saw all these big names talking about IIAs and color-coding. Look at who... Is it, he wants to be famous. Let's talk about him. Let's like 
fucking put it all out there because this little bitch is watching and I want him to watch because this is where I say, I made you my bitch and you bit and you bit so hard with your underbite. You fucked yourself. Um, I don't know what Roger's opinion is on um, psychoanalytics. Uh, we're still so, so new to that field. It is something I support, um, but uh, I'm not something I'm not sure that it's something Roger would support. Which IIA, I'm going to tell you this. This is so stupid. I, I mean, I can't even believe we're going through this. It's so stupid. It's actually on government document. It's a fucking weapon, but it's stupid. Because this smart, bright young man who even tweeted, Hey, Laura and Pamela Geller want to know why you're calling me a terrorist. Because you fucking are. Alex Jones pioneered um, the study of certain things, right? Operation Paperclip with the Nazis. Operation Mockingbird with the media. I thought that it was a matter of real concern. So, guys, Alex Jones created all of these things, right? Did you hear Ollie say that? Who, by the way, today said, Alex Jones talks out of his ass. Are you paying attention? That planted story is intended to serve a national purpose abroad. Um, came home and were circulated here and believed here. Because uh, this would mean that the CIA could manipulate the news in the United States by channeling it through some foreign country. Uh, and then whatever that is, you know, the act that Congress changed to allow for domestic propaganda. What y'all need to understand is like, okay, Alex Jones has pioneered this for 25 or 30 years. Blah, blah. He didn't even know the act he was talking about. And he's saying that Alex Jones invented all this shit. So it was way before the 60s, and he totally knows what he's talking about. Because you should always go to Ali for information. Because he's a god. He's genetically superior. He's thin. You know, he's serving people. He saved Nicholas Sandman, <laughs> okay? He's fucking collecting shit for the Muslim Brotherhood. Oh, my gosh. Look, I'm totally having fun. This is late night. I'm totally fucking enjoying this. Because, bitch, it's over now. Blah, 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 blah. That doesn't matter to me. Um, the fact is, is that why are these people grifting off of this? These people are alleging that Alex Jones is a part of these things that he helped pioneer for the American people. I what the fuck? He helped engineer them for the American people. What? PSYOP weapons? Who is this clown? He's saying that Alex Jones has done all this. What? And Alex Jones still has him on his show. Does he listen to any of the shit he put it out? No, because Alex Jones is surrounded by Rob Dew and Mike Zimmerman that are fucking handlers. And they've been killing Infowars ever since. I'm genetically superior than most human beings. And I work to be spiritually gifted, if not superior. Bitch. When I was in, when I was five in kindergarten, I took my first IQ test, two sixteen, bitch. Let me show off a little bit. I could be a little bit cocky. I could do this because then it gets him irritated because that's where he resonates on a really low level. That's where he resonates. So I like to have fun with this because you know he engages with me on Twitter as if I give a shit what he has to say. Seriously, he engages like I give a shit. I have a hundred thousand followers, dude. It doesn't matter where you're going. Don't drop the soul. I got killer instincts because I have discernment. Yes, I have a natural advance 
biological predisposition to feel the earth, to feel. And guys, if you ever watch any of his periscopes, all of them are fucking Alice sock puppet accounts. They cannot be real people because they all freaking like, oh my God, you're so amazing. And it's like, dude, what? Like, who? Stop. In what universe is what he just said? Awesome. Also, he's driving, periscoping, and reading. Totally illegal. Totally illegal. Just saying. This is so much fun. The heavenly realms. I have a natural, biological... I don't believe in evolution, but I have a natural extra antenna that most human beings don't have. No, you have an extra underbite, just like Satanist Sammy Davis Jr. That's why Trump called you Sammy. Lulu, this is crazy. This is crazy. Nothing Q has ever posted has been this crazy. And you're not going to reverse psychology. Wait, is he trying to insinuate that I'm Q? Oh, is it because the, the, the USA Today didn't do a hit piece, but it just called it a QAnon production? Or was it when they asked President Trump about Q, he referred to all the stuff we put in Shadowgate? Was it that? Are you triggered? Do you see the army? It's a fucking massive army, and it's God's army. And it's coming for every single one of you. Not just Ali, all the other personas, the ones that are getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to sit and you know, over in your living room, talking heads, those that are tweeting with their blue check marks, you know, the insane ones. That's so 1992, you know, that's so 1992. You're not going to reverse psychology into me not vetting source material. Remember they said they were going to put me in jail for wearing a bulletproof vest and now everyone's wearing it? See, and that, he just killed that brand. Wait till I tell you where that money comes from, but I won't. I guess it'll be in an indictment. So, um, you know, this is this is how it goes. They attach themselves to people that can actually cause change. You'll see that he flocks to anyone that can cause change. He, in, he injects himself within that situation all the time. Every single big situation, he wants to be in the middle of it because he's a nobody. And his job is just to... F- freaking collect information and blackmail this guy's a loser he invented the bulletproof vest oh i made it fashion dude when was the first time you put one on i could tell you the first time i tried one on was oh i think it was my grandpa's i thought i looked pretty hot i was nine and i had a growth spurt belly and yeah He's such a loser, but this is so much fun because I know he's watching and I'm totally enjoying this. So evil of me, but I should tell him, yeah, I told you I made you my bitch. I totally did. How many people remember I started that trend? How many people remember I started the trend of the bulletproof vest in public? Someone said, I I remember 50 Cent doing it in two. Hey, let's read this from like a year ago. Ha ha. Yeah. So fellas, this guy is pretty obscure, but a notorious scamster who kind of orbits around the periphery of the right. He tried to glom into Milo for a while, then Cernovich, but a dozen other people and causes. When you see Ali Alexander arrive, you know you're approaching the terminal griff stage, a canary in the griff mine. Also, his real name is Ali Akbar, but he changed it and has convictions for credit card fraud. 2004, right. 2004. So read what you wrote. Read what you wrote. Or don't. I don't really care. 
So this guy has people in there um, that were texting some really prolific, crazy freaking criminals, right? And I even reached out to a buddy of mine that I work with. And I said, you, you, you dumb fool. You've pissed away your whole business where I'm going to take you out for libel. I'm going to sue the shit out of you. When you had all my identifying information, you could have ran a simple background check to see I have no criminal record whatsoever. It's like zero, zero. And so instead, they're using things that weren't mine that I was actually victim of, right? And saying that they're crimes. They're not the only, okay, I have to be honest. I was actually driving in Oregon once and it was raining and I stick my cigarette out at the light where I'm doing like a left turn and a big fat raindrop falls on my cigarette and it falls into the street. I kid you not. It was freaking raining. Okay. So, okay. So what would you do? Would you open your door on incoming traffic to pick up the cigarette? Say, fuck it. You'd say, fuck it. So I drive off. There was a cop on a, on a, on a, um, motorcycle behind me and he gave me a ticket. I paid over $1,500 for it. He said that I threw burning materials outside of a window. I kid you freaking not. And he wanted in, in the state of Oregon, cause they have trees and shit. It's actually a crime. Um, so I had to plea it down to a violation to pay that. That's the only thing. And I sat there and the prosecutor was like, you know, and I was like, dude, it was raining. Pull up the freaking weather channel. Like, seriously. And they just wanted money. And it cost me a thousand something dollars for a lawyer to be there and $500, $452 fine or something like that. Um, and I, I remember, <laughs> I remember people laughing. They were like, uh, when it, when it, cause annually I get screened, right? Um, and I was going through the public clearance thing and they were like, what the hell is this? And I was like, oh, shit. So I had to like email the lawyer and be like, yo, can you give me the receipt and all that stuff? And I was just like, that's the only time. And mind you, on that day, I had gotten like three tickets too. It was like the shittiest day ever. But I wasn't driving. It was raining so bad. Like it was it was like one of those days where you just like I, I like sat there and I was like, look, dude, I've got like two tickets right here. One of them is for a cigarette falling out. The other one is because I didn't blink fast enough. And now you're going to stop me because I didn't do the turn too perfect, that I didn't wait 100 feet to cross over the lane. Are you kidding? And he just looked at me like, you know, that was a funny, it was a funny day. It was a really funny day. It was. It was raining cats and dogs. It was like so bad, but it was all right. I was like, whatever. Um, I actually got stopped after that because I ran a yellow light. He wanted to check if it was red too. It was one of those days. It was the funniest stuff ever and I just and he was like I was like all right and I was like so I pull out you know my um my stuff and I'm like I show him three tickets he's like oh man and I was like dude he's like it's shitty weather just fucking go and he just like I was right around the corner from my house I was like this is not fair but it was one of those days it was it was memorable uh interesting but it was it was fun it was it no it was fucked up okay it was my um (laughs) Just, it was fucked up. Anyway, let's 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 listen to more of his, you know, wisdom here. We must, you know, show our crowns. I'm just telling you who I am. Okay? This is in a lot of other areas I suck. I suck at ordering groceries. I suck at maintaining a healthy diet. Yeah, and I'm about to stop eating fast food. Hopefully starting next week. Her verbal IQ is trash. Totally. 
totally, totally. I have zero verbal IQ. Um, you know, you can barely speak English, dude, but I can speak seven of them and I can acknowledge all 181 written languages. So let's see you play that. I, and it sounds so bad. I sound so childish, but you know what? I'm just doing it to piss him off. Her diet is trash. All skinny. Look at this. Healthy. Healthy. You know, 20 years I've been a Christian. 20 years I've been a Christian. I know what it's like to call forth our higher self. Hazard reported ahead. She reminded me of that person. And I don't remember who that person was, but I looked at it and I was like, let me Google that. And I was like, what the fuck? Who is this idiot? And who is the idiot that even suggested anything like that? That was so disgusting. You know, he's so dumb. This guy is so dumb. Heck, she might be working with that person. What? Oh my gosh. This is, this is the, like, how is he anywhere? Like, how is, like, Let's all enjoy this moment because I, I haven't had my bitchy moment yet. And the thing is, since, you know, just about, you know, a couple of hours ago that you gave exactly what we needed, you know, it was carefully orchestrated, right? Because, yeah, that's what's up. Um, I, I want to have fun with this so you can see it. And when I thought about that, I said, no, 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 not today, Satan. You have to understand, I would die. You would die. Oh, man. I want to see what happens next. I would be willing to die fighting a righteous battle against that mother. Right? I mean, he's so special. He, like, walks onto bases that are closed on the weekend. Like, he's a badass. I appreciate your support. You guys are watching everything that I said come true. And, um... Yeah, because he's a fortune teller too, right? Because he knows all this shit. Like he knows that that act, you know, the the one that did things and how Alex Jones invented psyops. Okay, that's it. I ooh, I'm just doing exactly what I need to be doing right now because this is going to make him even angrier. Maybe they'll commit more crimes. You know, I still, you know, I just wish Tori and Millie would stop. Stop the lies. Okay, so what lies has Tori and Millie said? Where? Uh, where on Shadowgate have we lied? Brennan was in charge of everything I did and others for every freaking shell corporation. I can't show you this. You don't have the intelligence to even read half the shit that has passed through my hand. But he wants me to talk about it. Here's the guy using a manufactured site from a persona that claims that they go after stolen valor that's actually a fucking jihadi in Texas. Like, people have looked into that. And they're already at the prosecutor. I've already submitted their information to the prosecutor. Because guess what? If you're so honorable and you're chasing, first of all, stolen valor is using medals and shit to get stuff. Not So I guess we got to stop people from wearing them for Halloween costumes too, according to them. But she claims all this stuff. Her source was the same fucking person from Minot, North Dakota. I'm telling you this straight, right? That did this. So... And it's even crazy. It's not even nicely done. It's all fucked up shit that can't even exist or coexist. Nothing. It's all a mishmash. So he's using this stolen back. Shut up, dude. Shut up. It's you, you, none of your business. Goodbye. None of your business. 
I, I don't know how my service record or what I've done as a service member in uniform had anything to do with Shadowgate. What did Millie lie about? She sat there and reported facts. She sat there and narrated what she needed to narrate. So what were the lies that we actually said? But when I found out that you are a bad, evil... Bad, evil person that was Tea Party scam, most disturbing yet, um, is a convicted petty felon with a years-long, well-documented... So that was nothing new, Right? Akbar seems to be running another victimization hoax aimed at collecting donations from gullible conservatives. What? Okay, I don't have any of that shit, but he's righteous. Oh, human being. You know, I know, a couple people in the chat room know. There are only a couple people who reach that Voldemort-like status. So now I'm Voldemort. But you know what? He's actually not wrong. Some of the things that I've done do take me to that Voldemort st type status. There's stuff that, you know, I want to say so bad and be like, yep, that was me, but I can't. I have to swallow it. But, you know, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is a lot of fun. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling so evil. It's because it's late. But I, I just want to like put it in there. He used the person that lives in a trailer. Check this out. This person actually got a job at a passport agency and got caught mining passport data and got fired. This person has post ha, is, is the biggest bully ever. And people are scared of her because she's backed by the North Dakota attorney general. She has a site only to fucking trash people. I don't know how she even has a business and why people buy shit from her because they think they're protected. You know, this is how, this is how gangsters work. Right. So I, I hope you guys are enjoying this, too. I, I'm totally having fun with this. So that's his source, too. That's why I told him, why are you going to Florida? Why don't you just fucking fly to Minot and go see that bitch in her trailer where she bakes cakes and cookies and ask her questions? I mean, she's the the, the, the all seeing person. Uh, Miranda Heisler is her name. I've actually filed criminal complaints with the local police department since 2017. 2017 and you know what they keep telling me it's uh it's it's free speech uh it's not sp free speech it's not and all of you are going to be busted all of you and and when when the world hears it in the way it's supposed to be damn yes i knew it was the battle that god called me to i knew it was he means um general jones called him to it's the battle that god called me to general jones his god that's who it is. And so ends the trolling of the troll because he got owned today and we got exactly what we needed from him uh, to put him in that box. So um, on that note, I want to know if there are any other questions. Like I said, the only thing that we can do in regards to Shadowgate um, is to uh, ask a demand for people to get held accountable. Uh, email your senators and congresspersons and tell them that you want any contracts that we are paying with our federal dollars to General Jones, General Hayden to stop immediately. Oh, and we should also tell them Robert Hannigan of the GCHQ who created a consulting company that we've just paid $75,000 to that provided something called expert witness testimony in New York City, right? We don't want that stuff to be used for that. That's another thing we should be doing. 
doing that. You get unsolicited emails, file it with FBI Cyber. I've put that link. I put that little blurb that you guys can use. That's how you weed them out. And when they come at you and they start telling you shit, tell them simple things. You could just tell them to go fuck themselves and say, I'm sorry, who are you again? And why are you an expert at anything? And I think that is, uh, you know, the way, uh, you know, people can do it. That is how it's done. Was in Warner Brothers part of uh, the Shadow Gate? So that look, Shadow Gate Two will be pretty hefty, very hefty. Um, they're using Shadow Gate to, to mess with these elections. I'm telling you this right now, and that is a problem. And if you think that Shadow Gate is a joke, you know, rewatch it. It's on BitChute. Um, it's on Evolt. Right. And if you're a Twitch member, it'll probably be saved. Um, but what you have to do is document your complaints. And remember, we have 66 days and in a few minutes, it'll be 65 days to get this man reelected. So one, see something, say something. Don't let them walk away. They can't just talk shit and get away with it. Say, get out of here, man. You hate America. Go fuck yourself. You're creating division. Bye. That's how it should be done. Two, get with your senators and your Congress people and say, I demand that we don't pay companies like, uh, you know, um, anything owned by any previous general right now, hire Americans. And they're going to be like, but they are Americans. No, they're contractors and they're ripping us off, period. Um, so that's what we can do. Um, anyone see General Milley's comments to Congress yesterday? Well, I did see that he said that he's not going to use his military to remove the president like everyone else says. But it's important for you to understand that it's not the active generals. It's the retired generals. That's the problem. Those are the ones that still command the National Guard. Remember, the National Guard, yes, the president can activate them, but they're first and foremost, they're created for the states. This is why there's no space guard. (laughs) Yeah, hire American civilians. There we go. Do you know how many jobs we'd have for that? Because they outsource stuff. Did you know that the FBI for face services outsourced coding to a company called Sofri in France that then outsourced it to Russia? Uh, Yeah, I wrote an article about that too on Big League. So this is how they work. They just like distribute it to their friends. So why do we have Russians coding shit for FBI face services? That sounds pretty bad. But see, nobody checks this stuff. You know, people just sign off and give contracts. So it's the retired generals, the retired admirals, the retired intelligence people that need to be outed completely. This is why President Trump is talking about the lobbying and the and the dates. This is why he pulled the clearances. As soon as you leave a government job, you shouldn't be able to have it. You're out. It's finished. You're done. So. What we need to do is pray. Don't don't fall into the evilness that I did. I just really enjoyed it because I know that it'll trigger him because that's where he resonates and his trolls will too. But now they know we're serious because we've actually um, filed uh, things, um, you know, with the FBI. So it's over. Um, and all of you can be doing that. Uh, so now that that was done and we got him on the record claiming that he did work for the Tea Party um, and also said Alex Jones talks out of his ass. He said it himself. That just tells you everything you need to know. George Carlin said it's a good old boys club and we ain't invited. It's it's the worst club ever. 
And this is why they collect blackmail on each other. In order for you to be part of that club, they have to have insurance on you. That's the way it is. And so, um, you know, for me that has been watching, you know how, you know why President Trump is so badass? Cause just like him, I loved going to nightclubs. I'm going to tell you, I hippodrome. We're talking host in, in, in Germany, the, you know, I, man, anywhere, Japan. I was into that raving stuff. You know that I arrived for boot camp with, um, orange patent, bright orange platform sneakers. I kid you not. Yes. That's how I turned up with a crop top and purple pants. But anyway, I used to love going out, but I never drank. Um, I never did. I'd go for fun, but I would watch. And one thing that I always did was watch. I'd be that person sitting there, you know, and just holding on to a glass and just watching. And then I'd probably leave early too. So, uh, I was a person that watched. And that's what President Trump did. He hung out with all of these snakes and watched. He remembered everything they didn't because they were drunk or high off their face. So when you associate with people that, you know, you know are shady and you run in those circles around them, what you do is just pay attention. Okay? So that's, you know, how, how you do it. Um, you just watch watch. And for me, like I said, watching all this information, this data collection, I was just watching. It wasn't my job. I had access to it. I could use it if I wanted to um, because I had that ability. I had that access to that system. It was a private system, private system. So I had access to it. My job was energy and financials. So <clears throat> I can tell you for a fact, the amount of shit they have on everyone is crazy. So this was a wild night. I had a really nice Coke Zero with you guys and um, had tons of fun. And like I said, yeah, I said that too. That was my first tweet. I Serving crow is my specialty. So um, on that note, I want to wish you guys a fabulous evening and um, I'll play my jam. And I'll see you guys Monday. God bless. I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start.